0: The house always wins you play long enough you never change the stakes the house takes you unless when that perfect hand comes along you bet big
1: and then you take the house i've been practicing this a little bit did i rush it felt like i rushed. That was good i liked it What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Big Easy Bets podcast. I'm your host, Logan, and with me in the studio, Nick Von Brick. (laughs) Uh, With us on the ones and twos, (laughs) Justin, the Russian concussion mascara. Hello. And Joseph Ascani back in studio. Good to be back. You recovered? Yep, fully. All righty, episode 130. First things first, if you're listening on YouTube, make sure you hit the subscribe button, like it if you want to, but most importantly... We have hit the 100 subscriber mark on YouTube. So again, the $100 for 100 subscriber free giveaway. There's one important thing that you need to do. If you are subscribed to the show or a plan on it, this is your chance. Make sure your subscription is visible. I need to be able to see it. So not everyone's subscription is visible, meaning you have to go into your settings and you have to specify that you are making your subscription visible. If not, we can not, we can't see that you're subscribed, which means in turn we won't be able to put you into the $100 giveaway. So you have the opportunity. We will announce the winner on the next episode. From now until then, you have the opportunity. If you're not already subscribed, go ahead and subscribe and make sure that your subscription is visible. That is very important or else we, like I said, we won't be able to see, you won't be entered in. We got to, we got to be able to see your username, but uh, anybody that's already subscribed, thank you. And again, if you're listening and you have not already hit the subscribe button, go ahead and do it. $300, a shirt, and a hat could be coming your way. All right, episode 130. We're back from Arizona. Um, Safe to say not the trip we were looking to – not the outcome we were looking for. Trip was fun. Outcome was not uh, (coughs) ideal, but all in all, I thought it was the best stadium that we've been to.
0: Yeah. I've only been to one other stadium. What's that? Um, Soldier Field.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. what would you say? I That's mean, the
2: oldest in the NFL. Is it really? Soldier Field. It's older yeah, than Lambeau? Yep. Uh, I mean, uh, you, I thought it was sick. Um, yeah, you've been. I've been this to what, a couple. Your third year now. Uh, Tennessee, fourth. Orlando. Tampa. Carolina. And then Carolina. Oh, yeah. I and, keep
1: saying Orlando. It was Tampa. We just went to Disney World as well. But yeah, Tennessee, Tampa, Carolina. I really Arizona.
2: liked the retractable roof. It was cool how that was open during the game. Yeah, it
1: was perfect weather. Mm-hmm. Perfect weather. Not a cloud in the sky real not too hot they had the top open I mean it helped we were row five the The perspective was awesome mm-hmm. it was a cool experience for sure would like to get a win but we tried Andy Dalton out there under center and that's what you get had a lot of people question my football IQ because I said I didn't think that uh going with Andy Dalton made any sense whatsoever and he basically made me look smarter than I am so Angie Dalton yeah Yep, that's Nick's uh, new name for me, Angie, Angie Dalton. <laughs> I mean,
2: he's he's up for a nomination this week. Yeah, it's FedEx, such, a joke. Uh, such air, a joke, air player. Of yeah, the, who the, the, the hell put him
1: up, up there with Burrow? Well, he was the Oprah home. of touchdowns. You get a touchdown, you get a touchdown. Doesn't matter what team you're on, <laughs> yeah. everybody gets a touchdown. Threw six
0: touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, That's such a joke.
1: That's such a joke. He imploded on national television. Um We'll start with the worst thing we saw this week. I'll go first. The worst thing I saw was Dennis Allen's lack of uh, accountability. So what I mean by that is they asked him if he said anything to Andy Dalton at halftime. They said, what would you say to Dalton at at halftime after a really rough first half? He said, nothing. They said, did you say anything? No. Okay, so we're getting fucking (laughs) bitch slapped. We just imploded, literally. We had the game under control, and then in like 60 seconds of game time, we're now down 14 and you don't say anything, nothing. After the game, they're asking him, what are you looking forward to or, or what do you feel like uh, should change or whatever? And he's like, well, uh, or, or the biggest takeaway so far. He's like, the biggest takeaway so far is that we haven't had our guys healthy. Yeah, you and everybody else in the fucking league. Everybody's hurt. The Cardinals had 12 people on their injury, on their injury list. Why are we making excuses in the first year when we're clearly out coached? Yeah, we have the most turnovers in the league up there. I don't know if it's actually the most, but it's damn near the most. If we're not.
0: the worst at turnover differential, yeah, and then sure. and
1: then we're one of the most penalized teams in football, coaching and coaching. Yeah. so it's like, what are we talking about? You're you're directly to blame, and you're taking no accountability. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Yeah, I mean, I get it. It's tough when when you're missing your key receivers and stuff like that, but it's like
1: everybody's hurt though.
0: The play calling
1: just been bad. Yeah. Get Alvin Kamara the ball. Why? How hasn't he scored a touchdown it's yet? Like it's crazy. That, that's criminal. You should lose your job as play caller for that right there. He scored six in one game. Yeah. yeah. And we can't get him one all year? It's criminal. I've said it many a times. I would put him up there as possibly the greatest football player I've ever seen. I've said it multiple times. He, we, we've raved about, we as in the fan base, about how – He basically plays in slow motion. It's like he's in the matrix or this and that. When he gets the ball in his hands, the the play against Green Bay stands out. When he's running down the left sideline and people are just missing him and he looks like he's just walking. Like, that's a guy you have to get the ball. You have to scheme a way to get him the ball X amount of touches per game. And
0: then he's, like, not even in the game when we're in the red zone.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's incredible. I was looking at
0: one of them like, why is he on the sideline? We're throwing
1: checkdowns to Mark Ingram. Like, what are we fucking doing, dude? What are we doing? Why are we making the simple complicated? It's not that hard. That That's what made Drew Brees so great. And there's a, like a list of a 100 different reasons on or things that made him so great. But one of them was the ability to recognize, all right, not there, not there, not there. Find your guy.
2: Progressions.
1: And, I mean, you find any running back on a check down, you're probably getting three yards on average, I would say, at least. You find Alvin Kamara on a check down. There's a fucking really good chance he's going to take it to the house. Like He's going to make something happen. Or like third and 15, you fucking give it to him. There's a decent chance he's probably going to make somebody miss and flirt with potentially picking it up. I just don't get And Jameis doesn't do it either. But Andy Dalton also doesn't do it. It's like, check the ball down to the best player on the field. Why, why did we want to turn him into an in-between-the-tackles running back? That's not what made him so special. He's that fucking good that he can be competent doing that and still you have still worry you like oh, okay he very well could take this to the house and he's going to get you four yards of carry at least but that's not what makes him so right look at most of his good. like
2: most memorable plays: the yeah. green bay touchdown yeah that you was incredible Get him with
1: a linebacker on him in space right and let him on an option route and let him fucking decide where he's going nobody's staying with him
2: his rookie year The Tampa Bay touchdown, where he almost fell to the ground, kept his balance. And And so he's another person
1: that benefited from the greatness of Drew Brees. But it wasn't even so – it was just that Drew Brees knew, I need to get this guy the ball. Right. One way or another, I got to get him the ball. So I just don't get it. We – we I want a coach to stand up there and fucking say what it is. Jim Mora would at least tell you what it was. Like, (laughs) like for better or worse – I don't like Dennis Allen. I don't think Dennis Allen's fit to be a head coach. And I was on the Dennis Allen wagon going into this year. We both were. We said it, it made the most sense. But it's like something happened along the way. Uh, Demario Davis said it. Alvin Kamara addressed the team and they need to get their swagger back and all of that. The defense lost its swagger somewhere along the way. That was the reason why I said stick with Dennis Allen. Because I'm, like, I'm thinking, okay, if he stays, well, then the defense stays. And then we can just try to build up the offense and get healthy. And we got these pieces coming in. But the most important thing was making sure the defense was as lethal as it was last year. This year, and mm-hmm. it's not. It's not anywhere near close. Yeah. So, but all right. What was the worst thing you saw this week,
0: dude? What's up with uh, Mike Evans and these referees?
1: So that was mine actually. I just <laughs> lost it out today. I just changed. They mind came too. out and said that it was. It's another. It's a weird explanation, but that the referee went to A and M and Mike Evans had reached out to him about golf lessons because he knows somebody that's a golf Yeah, coach. that's what I heard. What huh. I saw was um, – Yeah. It looks suspect. Sure. Yeah. Golf, hey, huh? buddy, hey, man. We uh, got you. <laughs> yeah. <some>? yeah. <laughs> 13, 13. Yeah. Um, you're my favorite player, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, that was
2: yeah. – I let you get away with a push-off. <laughs> oh, right. yeah. Definitely. Yeah.
0: But anyway, it was referees fraternizing with the players, so it's yeah. like – Totally unacceptable. Well, oh, the NFL came
1: out and said, like, don't even give the illusion of what that you're doing that and this and that. So it's like the
0: illusion. They shouldn't talk to the players. No. Before shouldn't. or after uh, the yeah, game don't like a that. Where right. you
1: went to school. I don't care where you went to school. Exchange That's why I said information. It's like, like that. that referee with mm-hmm. uh with Jordan. I didn't yeah. see it, Michael, but I believe you. I like believe that. you. Michael. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, that was that was literally mine. I crossed it out. Um, all right, Joseph, what was the worst thing? Yeah, I, I just switched
2: through? up to it and I had the drop. I mean, I don't like Mike Evans, so I guess it's a good thing. But that was one of the worst drops I've seen in a long time.
3: Oh
1: yeah, the long yeah, drop. it was that wide open. <laughs> he almost was able to catch it off the off the tip. Yeah.
2: But no, um, and you probably don't like this more. Um, I wanted to see a good series. The Yankees fucking suck. <laughs> Dude,
1: I mean, it's like it you, was you, bad. You hype up a fucking sixth place, seventh place, all time home run record. Right. All fucking the last two months, like can't escape it. Like what are we doing? You'll go out sad as fuck. The Yankees are are not the Yankees of old. They're the Yankees. And of Look, the, the
2: last. Astros are good. I'm not saying they're not, but the Yankees they should have made that a series. They had the team, the pitching staff, the yeah. full lineup. That that should have been a series.
1: Yeah, Nestor Cortez gets hurt. Yeah, it's like, what are we doing, dude? Uh, the Yankees are just a joke. That's to be honest. They just it's a bit, it's a hefty payroll. Josh Donaldson. Uh, almost he, makes no. the same amount of money as Bryce Harper. Yeah, it's crazy. And he's not yeah, even close. It's like a million dollar difference, 2 million dollar difference. Yeah, you know, the, the 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 Yankees went out sad as fuck without a doubt. Justin, what was the worst thing you saw this week?
3: Um, probably going to basketball and the Kelly Olenick buzzer beater against us the other night. Mm. That one hurt. I mean the Jazz are pretty scrappy, but it was just the fact that it was Kelly Olynyk, you know, and the way he did it. it yeah, just,
2: like a, a scoop shot. Yeah, it was like of
3: one a... of those Steph Curry like <laughs> yeah. sky shots. And I was like, Yeah, yeah.
1: honestly, that was um, in contention for one of the best things I saw this week. Not the Olynyk shot, but the comeback by the Pelicans to get back in the game. They're yep. down 17 with two with yeah. like four minutes left. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, a good game. It's an 82 game season. I'm not too. I, I, I'm more worried about is the team going to fight. And they did, so they take it back in. It was a horrible call on Herb Jones. Yeah, Um, gets him, gets him booted out of the game on a really, really ticky-tack call. But the fact that you come back in and you force that game to overtime, and and, I mean,
2: with no Ingram, yeah, or Uh, with a concussion, and yeah, Zion got hurt. Zion's
1: gonna go out fucking sad again, dude. I get you fell. I've done that same shit. Fell right, but I fell right on my tailbone before. I fucking was practicing the next day. I understand I'm not making millions of dollars. But it's like, get the fuck up.
3: He's got a lot more meat, you know? <laughs>
2: yeah. It's like, I, I just. They didn't say anything yet. He better like, not miss
1: more than one game. He better not miss. It shouldn't I know at be. first they were saying he was questionable
0: to play for tomorrow. Tonight, or tonight, tonight, I mean. But it sucks. because it's our first primetime game. And now him yeah, and the oh, yeah. Mavericks too. Yep. are out.
1: Yeah, and it's Herb. like at some point we got to like – the Jones is out as well? Yeah. yeah, he hyperextended his knee. Oh, insane. But he finished the game, or he finished until he got fouled out, but he hyperextended it and then continued to play. They're probably just being cautious with him. But at some point Zion's got to just rub some fucking dirt in it and play basketball. Yeah, You're yeah. supposed to be like imposing your will. It wasn't even a foul. It was a good block. You got taken out of the air by Jordan Clarkson. You should fucking slam that shit down his throat. So, I don't know. I, I just, I don't, like, don't be Anthony Davis. Don't be bitch-ass Anthony Davis and fucking every every little bruise you get, you got to miss a game. It's okay. You can play through a little bit. So, we'll see. He better not miss more than one game. That's all I'm saying. Uh, the best thing I saw this week were the Phillies going to the World Series slash... Bryce Harper with one of the clutchest at bats you'll ever see. I yeah, was, that
2: was
3: cool.
1: Did you see uh, Bryce
2: Harper might be the best player in baseball?
1: I think he won MVP last year.
2: Yeah, NL MVP, but well, I mean that? overall, yeah. Period. Yeah. It yeah, might be.
1: No, he's. Um, but you can make an argument that Reese Hoskins was the reason we're going. Yeah, so, he was clutch.
2: Um,
3: <coughs> did you see that video of him when he got in the dugout? And He's like, I can't believe I just did that.
2: No, I no, did it. Didn't. Get it. Um, That's awesome, though. It's gotta be a good feeling.
1: But dude, the Philly—I mean, so obviously, I want the Phillies to win because I have a twenty-two to one World Series ticket on them, cashed in the ten to one to win the NL. So I've already made my money, and then some by a, a good bit. But I am gonna let it ride. We're gonna see what's gonna happen. It doesn't make sense for me to hedge. I can guarantee myself like three hundred bucks. That's not worth it. No, I'll pass mm-hmm. up the opportunity or the guaranteed three hundred. I'll pass that up for a potential eleven hundred. So, every day of the week. So, we're going to see what we can do. Phillies feel like the team of destiny. Nola has to not pitch like a bitch. And then, uh, Wheeler and fucking, it's going to be, is it center guards on the starting rotation? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be really tough because well, Houston has a really nice pitching It happened staff. to Houston last year. Yeah. It, it can no. happen again. Yeah, I mean, literally the Braves and the Phillies are almost, like, identical in terms of team-style record, right? like both in the high 80s and wins. But they've got multiple guys that are hitting the shit out of the ball right now. Hoskins is going crazy. Harper's going crazy. Schwarber's starting to heat up at the right time. You got Real Muto, who's always a threat at the plate. They have a lineup that can fucking hit. So, Segura's got that funky swing, but he can put the bat on the ball. Baum will strike out. And then – um. Whoever the Stott. fuck else. Yeah, Stott actually came through clutch with a, uh, what was it, a leadoff double? Mm-hmm. And then Harper fucking smashed the home run. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We'll see. I'm I'm ready. I wish it was starting sooner than Friday, but we'll get uh, some fresh pitchers on the mound and try to win a $1,000 on a $50 bet that I placed back in March. Uh, but that was the best thing I saw. Bryce Harper's hit. One of the best hits of all time. In the moment. Clutch as fuck. And, and right as he hit it, he just looks, he's just watching. I'm like, I was in the living room. I was looking at Breeze. I said, did you just see that? <laughs> All right, what was the best thing you saw this week?
0: Um, I guess it's not that good, but it is good for LSU because he's not our coach, and he almost was. But did y'all see three players from Texas A&M's greatest recruiting Smoking class? Smoking weed, yeah. Smoking weed in the, in
1: the locker, locker room. room. In the locker room. Jimbo Fisher. What? Go ahead and I'm oh, listening. Oh, you were looking like... Like yeah. you
2: didn't believe it. No, no, yeah, I'm sure. listening. I'm trying to understand. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, that's um fucking wild. Like, how do you, how do you even do that? In yeah, the, I don't know. In the locker room, you got to be dumb as fuck.
0: I don't know what's going on over there, but...
1: Nothing good. Like, when do they get kick him to the fucking curb?
0: Well, they got to pay him so much. I
1: know, but it's like, at what point do you just say... This isn't working, dude. He's got that old ass fucking offensive mind that doesn't work. Yeah. It just doesn't work. He doesn't want to adapt.
0: Yeah. I mean, it is interesting because the recruiting has been there, but then this happens. It's like they haven't been playing well at all. And then they have already had players out. It's like, yeah. I don't know,
1: man no yeah that was crazy they're gonna I,
0: have to give him 80 million dollars yeah <laughs>
1: I can't believe like it's like I just don't get like I couldn't believe when kids would get caught with weed in high school yeah and how the stupid? fuck are you on Texas A&M's team smoking in the locker room
0: hey man we ain't getting in we might as well just be high watching yeah. the game <laughs> <laughs> alright
1: Joseph what was the best thing you saw this we week
2: we already touched on it it was the Pels. Okay, 'Cause last okay. week is when the season started. Yeah. Good win over the Nets, good win over the Hornets. Yep. And then tough loss. Sucks it, how we a, lost, but yeah. it was it was a good loss.
1: Yeah, it's tough loss. You could have got beat by twenty. So yep. you 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 learn about yourself and they did it without their top guys. Uh so that's gonna right. spark confidence into Trey Murphy and Jose and, and the, the whole crew um that are equally as important coming off the bench. You gotta have a deep bench and Trey Murphy's shooting the shit out of the ball. He was shooting a oh, shit out yeah. of the ball in preseason, and he's carrying that over. So, And that's what he did at Virginia. Mm-hmm. He was fucking money at Virginia, and that's why you get him to come in that that lengthy, can guard multiple positions. But, I mean, you're going to have to put somebody, one of their bigs potentially on him to space the floor, and that'll open up so much for Zion. Oh, yeah. So, um, all right, Justin, what was the best thing you saw this week?
3: Um, Y'all probably saw it. It was – um. John Calipari tweeted it. it was the coal miner brought his son to the Kentucky game and he was like fresh off of work he was like all dirty as fuck but mm-hmm. uh Calipari reached out to him and gave him some tickets and said he's going to get treated like VIP I mean I don't know what that means but to like cool. Kentucky games
0: Yeah he brought him to the football game
3: No the basketball game they had like a oh. It was like some dirty ass yeah. dude sitting courts <laughs> yeah. He's like in his Miner he was, like, covered, whatever, in, yeah. covered
1: in dust. But, yeah. Probably doesn't even care about He it. was a coal miner?
3: He was, he shit, was
1: covered I mean, in fucking coal? black dust. Dirt. Could have been doing some oil shit. I don't know. Calipari said that's a tough look. I
0: thought Joe Biden was shutting down all the coal mines, but. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Episode 130. Like I said, subscribe on YouTube. Make sure your subscription is visible. Go to your settings. That is a key point if you want a chance at the hundred dollars free shirt, free hat giveaway. We will recap last week's college football slate and then give you our picks for this week. Uh, App State minus nine and a half. You wrote ten. I don't know how we miscommunicated there, but I'm pretty. I'm like ninety nine percent sure we we settled on nine and a half. But you were no,
0: 10. we did. But yeah, I meant to say something about that because even when I recapped, I probably said ten. Yeah, you might have. Sometimes I forget to change it when it's
1: Well, I think I said I see nine and a half, and you said, all right, we'll go with nine and a half. Um, so this game started out really rough, but if you were on Georgia State, you were feeling pretty good about it. Joseph was on Georgia State. They went up, what was it, fourteen to three? Fourteen, 14, nothing. 14 nothing. And then it was like forty unanswered basically from App State. Uh even at fourteen nothing, never worried. You just knew. I mean, I looked at Joseph. I said, you got the whole fucking time. I said, you got to feel like, well, before <laughs> it was even shut up, before You're it like, was even a done do deal feel? though. How do you feel? But before it was even a done deal, sometimes you just know. He's, and I was the like, whole time we're fucking
2: eating dinner. How's it feel? Well, we're I was down, like, God, down 14 fuck, and we're still going to cover.
1: I was like, yeah, exactly. I was like, you Stop fucked up bitch, so bad man. before they were even covering the nine and a half or 10, whatever you want to call it. I was like, it's just got that feel to it. That's a winner. Put it in the, uh, Put it in the win column, uh, and that was one of the few for me this week. The other one – actually, I'll just go down the list. Cincinnati SMU, over 59.5. We were sitting 29-27 to with a two-point conversion. If the two-point conversion is successful, the over is guaranteed. We hit the over without a doubt. They didn't get the two-point conversion. Uh, Not even close. Horrible fucking play call. Roll out of a clean pocket to bullshit. Very frustrating. UCLA plus 6.5. I'll never on the right side of a Bonics bet. Never, never have been in my life. I don't think one fucking time in my goddamn life in the last four years that we've done this podcast. And this day was no different. UCLA uh, really just got outclassed by Oregon, an Oregon team that doesn't get enough respect from me. Apparently, uh, Minnesota plus five, horrible bet, horrible fucking pick. Penn State absolutely rolled over them, uh, and that's really all there is to it. I, I Minnesota fucking sucks. They suck. They're really bad. Um, Washington Cal under 57 and a half. There was six points scored in the first half of this game. It turned into a sweat late. Um, we hit by more. It, it hit the under by more than seven, if I remember correctly. But it was definitely dicey there where it was like if I think it was if. Washington scores another touchdown, which they were nearly about to, then they would have went prevent and Cal would have been able to march down the field and potentially go score the cover or the, the touchdown to hit the over. But like I said, 6 nothing in the first half. It was looking like an absolute fantastic bet and then turned into a little bit of a sweat. But um, our second win of the week. BYU minus 6.5, my lock of the week. I can't pick a lock, so take take my locks with a grain of salt from here on out. There's nothing I can do but apologize. BYU minus 6.5. They went up. What did they go up? I can't remember. I told you it was like 14-3, to three, something like that. They went up early, and then I don't think that they scored a point after. They scored 14, and then they got outscored by... Let me see if I can find it. Yeah. 14-3 to at the end of the first quarter. The final score ended 41-14. to BYU went out so fucking sad. The saddest you could fucking go out. I don't even know what to say other than... I mean... They didn't even try to establish the run because 17 points by Liberty in the second quarter basically took them out of that game plan. Um, I don't even know. I I didn't fucking think that this was going to happen at all. I don't really know. We were traveling. I didn't get to watch it as much as I would like, but Liberty ran for fucking 300 yards. Jesus. And BYU ran for 71. So Liberty's quietly kind of good. Well, apparently, because <laughs> they just absolutely bitch slapped BYU. A BYU team that it's like, when, when are we going to look at that head coach? Yeah. Like, what are we doing, dude? Anyway, all I can do is apologize. It was a bad pick. Uh, I go two and four on the week. Um, and then you had a down week, and that equates to three and three. <laughs> Um, with with a bad beat, basically. Yeah, and my lock, kind of. Yeah, your, um, first, your first loss.
0: App State minus 10, we covered it. Temple plus 13. This one got hairy at the end because we kind of, I guess you could call it a half, half a backdoor cover here because mm-hmm. um, they went down and they were losing by more than the than the spread, and then they scored a late touchdown. I think they lost by 11 or something like that.
1: E.J. Warner. Yeah.
0: Um, Texas minus six. God, this game was annoying. Texas blows the lead in the second half. Um, this was this game was decided by Ewers who couldn't make a play and Spencer Sanders who could. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that lead late in the second half, I mean later in the second half, we, we were thinking, "Man, Texas is going to be able to run this ball and put this game away and win big." Credit to Oklahoma State, man. They got after Ewers, and I think that really bothered them. Um, it was Ewer's first road start. So the pressure was on and he did not play well. Um,
1: Three of 17 on third down. Oh, oh, oh for two on fourth <laughs> Yeah. That's fucking horrible.
0: Um, UAB plus two and a half. It's the game we briefly just mentioned. Um, our starting quarterback goes out early in this game and then the backup comes in. We still have a chance to win and cover, but he throws an interception in the end zone. And I don't even know if. If UAB, they might have got the ball back again, but they really had no chance with the backup quarterback to move it downfield with.
1: Well, it was an an interception in the end zone, but they were inside like the 15-yard line. Yeah. Like they were nearly.
0: Oh, they were. It was 20-17. to UAB was at the infield position to guarantee them like a 99% chance that they were at least going to get a field goal if they don't turn it over. Yeah. They turned it over. Yep. Um UCLA plus seven. This was a late ad. I in my head all week. I was saying if a, if the if the line gets a seven, I'm taking UCLA. It did. This game was kind of um tricky because when you look at statistics, it's like it was an evenly matched game. UCLA had a lot of success running the football. The biggest difference here was that UCLA couldn't finish in the red zone, and Oregon could.
1: Well, and the onside kick. Yeah,
0: the onside kick was big as well. Um, but yeah, UCLA.
1: I was expecting this to be a a back-and-forth, tit-for-tat game. And then when Oregon goes up seven and then gets an onside kick, it's like, oh, fuck, because UCLA was not showing much ability to stop Oregon. Clearly, they got 545 yards of offense. When they they stole a possession, it was like, hmm, that's fucking bad.
0: Yeah, and it was just like UCLA couldn't. Oregon was just scoring every time.
1: No, yeah, that was the thing. The defense just really didn't show up. <laughs> UCLA on offense, they showed up. 448 yards of offense, 6-12 of 12 on third down, 2-3 on fourth down. One interception by DTR was not good. But And then they had 186 yards rushing, too. Six yards per rush, something 6. like that. 7, uh, yeah, 6.2. Yeah. I, it wasn't the offense's fault. The, the defense just had to contain them a little yeah. bit. Just a little bit.
0: And then LSU –
1: uh-oh. This
0: was minus one and a half, and then right after I bet it, it turned into a pick him I was like, oh, shit. Um, <laughs> anyway, it didn't matter because LSU rolled in this one. Ole Miss's defense wasn't any good. And then on when they get behind, man, and they're forced to throw it, Ole Miss struggles on offense.
1: Yeah, and I don't really give a fuck. The main thing that I'm thinking about is the fact that LSU looks like the real fucking deal. If Jaden Daniels can play like this... No, it's what
0: we were complaining about a to start the season. It's like, man, throw it to your guys. Yes.
1: Yeah. yes, Just throw, please throw it. Yeah, you have to trust your guys. You have to. You have too you many You don't have weapons. to be
0: the best thrower to throw it to these guys Yeah, that's there. what
1: we said. A 50-50 ball is a 70-30, 80-20 yeah. ball in reality. If you have a one-on-one, throw it up there to your fucking receivers and let them go get it. Harold Perkins is so fucking good. Oh, yeah. He is... So
0: fucking, good. and they're finding different ways to play him. Yes, which is well, it's like really important. It's like
1: it's like um, Michael Parsons almost. Yeah, fast as fuck, but big. So it's like oh, so it's like he could cover, he could rush the passer, he can stop the run, he can do anything you want. So it's like if you had eleven Harold Perkins on defense, it's like yeah. you have the best defense of all time. <laughs> it's like if you watch, it's like Michael Parsons. You watch him run, it's like holy fuck. Yeah, he's so big, and they say he runs like a low four three. That's what they that's what the yeah. announcers said. If that's true, it's like, why is he not playing running back, wide receiver, quarterback? Like, I would just say, like, <laughs> yeah. we need a play, we're going to Micah Parsons. Mm-hmm. No matter what that means. We need a punt return, Micah Parsons. We need a 50-yard field goal, Micah Parsons. He would fucking be on the field every time for me. Harold Perkins reminds me of him. Um it's making up for We got a bye week, but it's making up for an interesting Alabama game. Spread currently sits at 14 and a half.
0: Oh, that is what it is now? That's what I looked today. See, like last week I looked, it was 17 for the early spread. Um,
1: yeah, well, after the old Miss when I guess it came down. Um, all you fucking If you morons, can get more
0: than two touchdowns, that's really important because the game's in Tiger well, Stadium. Well, that half
1: point, yeah, I was like, mm, yeah. oh, it be, be hard-pressed not to take a – So we'll uh, see what it does, but – all you morons out there talking shit about Brian Kelly after a week one loss when he comes and takes over a brand new fucking program in the, at the beginning of a 10-year contract. A lot of people are cheering now.
0: But Daniels, dude, impressive. He was 11 special. 11 touchdowns in the past two games. Yes,
1: he was special at Arizona State. There was game-winning drives. Like, he showed the ability with his legs. I bet on Arizona State quite a few times that year. He showed the flashes. So it was. Is it going to translate to the SEC? Is it going to be different? But it's like he has limitless potential. He's just got a fucking trust Yeah, I his think guys. he's
0: only going to get better.
1: His arm talent leaves a little bit to be desired. It's not spectacular arm talent, but it's not like, oh, you can't do anything with that. When you add no, that but in, his
0: ability to run, that's so his like,
1: best asset, definitely. But. He can sling the ball a little bit too. He's just got to trust it. It's like he throws like he eh, – we'll see. Like, yeah,
0: but now that he's playing better, I just think oh, confidence it, it's going to compound too. Because that's what I thought in the beginning of the year was that, oh, he's playing not he's not confident in mm-hmm. throwing it. So he's always looking to run. Every pass and play he's almost looking to run first. And it's like yep. now that he's throwing it a little bit, even J. Ray Jenkins was wide open. He He broke free at the line of scrimmage and and he was late with it but yeah. it was a it was a, a underthrown ball but J. Ray Jenkins come back and made an incredible play it's like dude just put the ball
1: yeah. that's all J. Ray Jenkins does. in the air
0: for your receivers to make the plays Ray Jenkins might be the, the best plays. wide receiver
1: to ever suit up I, <laughs> you. So, I mean you would be hard <laughs> to Jenkins make Jenkins is not.
0: underrated
1: yes yeah
0: he does nothing but make plays and score touchdowns yeah. and beat, when we and need beat
1: them beat Texas A&M um so 3 and 3 week for you 2 and 4 for me Justin, you went two and one. Virginia plus three. They went outright. That was your lock of the week. Northwestern Maryland under 52 and a half. I think it was 56 points scored around that. Just barely hit over. San Diego State, Nevada under 36 and a half. I was keeping an eye on it. I think there was 20 points scored in the first half. Maybe yeah. even a slightly more. I think it was Nevada didn't score a point in the second half. So I think it was 30 total points scored. So two and one for you. Um, so Joseph had... Four college picks, but only one NFL pick. So college, Georgia State plus nine and a half. If that was yeah, we already
2: half. went over my games. If right? that was the <gasps> first
1: half. Oh, that's right. You well, other than Purdue, um, was it? Oh, I'm not even bullshitting. Was it zero four? Yeah. Okay. Horrible week <laughs> for Quite Joseph. Quite possibly the worst week. But happened. that's what happens when you're not in studio. It's hard to make picks when you're not out here talking about it and and you're just looking at the board on your own and you're recovering from the flu. So. Oh, and four for Joseph so updated standings I finally had gotten my head above water we counteracted with NFL but um we just got got a breath of air and then slipped right back below the surface two and four on the week brings me to 33 35 and three locks of the week I have to do better I will do better I hope three five and one Nick went three and three possibly his worst week of the year and it's only three and three 34 21 and three overall and he drops his first lock on kind of some bullshit, so that's when you know it's going well for you. Seven, one, and one in his locks of the week. Justin went two and one, brings him to eighteen and twenty-two, three and five in his locks of the week. It's not and, updated. Oh, okay. Well, then that brings you to twenty and twenty-three, four and five in your locks of the week. Um, mm. Joseph went zero oh and four, brings him to eleven and twenty and one, five and three in his locks of the week. Um I don't know. We might not have specified a lock for you last week.
2: Yeah, that's five and four. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) All right, five and
1: four in his locks of the week. You were clawing back. That hurts you, but, I mean, there's still plenty of time. That's another thing Joseph doesn't know about is that bowl season we pick every bowl game.
2: Yeah, we have to?
1: Have to. Always always makes or breaks you.
2: Everyone,
1: yeah. When you're when it's fucking Wednesday, it always makes you. When it's Wednesday and you're on a <laughs> yeah, lunch, right? When it's Wednesday and you're on your lunch break and you have the Boca Raton Bowl, you're gonna feel <laughs> right. happy so that you so that we bet everyone. Oh, um God. All right, so we will look ahead to an interesting slate of college football games, and then I don't know. Try to find some winners. I I, I was hesitant at first, and then I feel a little bit more confident as I kept kind of diving into it. Um, does anyone have midweek college football? Yes. Wednesday through Friday. Is it safe to say that I'm the sharpest midweek college football gambler? Granted, I said I wanted to take App State. I was going to stay away. You said you're on it. So <laughs> that, but I wanted to take it. I said it before I knew you were on it. So, uh, oh, and uh, agreement picks NFL. Nick and I are 10 and four, but we'll get to those later. But college football, nine, two, and two on games that we are on the same side. That's not bad. Um, all right, Thursday. Does anybody have anything? Mm,
4: yes. I don't.
2: No. Yeah, I do. You do? Justin, do you? Mm-mm, no. All right, you go first. I'm on Washington State plus eight and a half against Utah. I know this is a good Utah team, and um, Washington State has been has been struggling a little bit as of late. But I think they pick it back up. I think their defense can get it done against and uh, and contain Cameron Rising this game. Um, so
1: so. Not to cut you off. Yeah, the line changed. We're gonna take it at eight. Okay. So yeah, I'm also on it. But yeah. it, it, it's. It I think it's come too many
2: out. points at home, okay. even eight. Okay. Uh, especially being over over that touchdown mark at seven, mm-hmm. and um, I think this D line will show up again. You know, they still even in these past two losses, they still haven't given up too many points and have been playing okay on defense. Not as good as they're normally been playing all yep. year, but I think they can get it done.
1: Okay. Uh, Yeah. I'm on Washington state as well. Got it at eight and a half. We're going to give it to you an eight at eight. Uh, The real question is which Washington state team will show up the one that nearly beat Oregon and probably should have beat Oregon or the one that failed to score two plus touchdowns in the last two games, Washington state's very effective in the red zone scoring on 92% of their trips. Uh, And that's 18th in the nation. The question is, will they have success moving the ball to get there in between 20 yard line and 20 yard line? It's, it's, Typically it's easy to move the ball in that range. They struggle with it a little bit more than uh, you would like. Ward, this one thing I don't like, gets sacked an average of 3.7 times per game. That is 125th in the nation, nearly bottom of the barrel. Utah, middle of the road in terms of getting to the quarterback, tied for 58. Although Washington State does a good job getting into the backfield 23rd, um, I'd really like to see 23rd in the nation. I'd really like to see them establish the run here. Don't put it all on Ward's shoulders. Red zone defense was one thing I was keeping an eye on here. Both are tied for 63rd in the country, but the way they judge the red zone defense is how many times the team enters the red zone and comes away with points, whether that be a touchdown or a field goal. Washington state has allowed four less touchdowns. This is red zone defense with Washington state was one of the things that we saw firsthand y'all touched on. Um, So they do a much better job of holding the team to a field goal. Whereas Utah is kind of broke in, allowed a touchdown eight and a half eight whatever we take we'll take eight um does feel like too many the back door will be open Utah just came off of a really really high intensity win over USC which that was two weeks ago though they had a bye right yeah
0: both teams are coming off yeah. of a bye
1: um it was the honor and the two players that passed away all of that Utah is good but I think it's too many points. i take Washington State as well Thursday night. Anybody got Friday?
0: Dude, I was almost on LA Tech, but um they have some serious quarterback <laughs> issues. I was looking at that one too. The starter went down. All I know is he got hit hard. That's all the that reports I can find. Mm-hmm. And then so I don't know if that means it was a head injury or whatever. Yeah. But um the set the 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 second string guy comes in. Well, he Hurts his knee. He's out for the year.
1: Oh shit! So they're on their third string quarterback, or is I the don't know. The
0: starter back? might be back. I don't know. The lines at six and a half. FIU is not really any good, but neither is LA Tech. Yeah, but it's
1: like six and a half on the road. Well, I, sounds like you're staying away from it.
0: I am, but I was almost on LA Tech until yeah. like I so, can't find any information about the quarterback.
1: What's yeah. up with him? Could be a late add potentially.
0: Yeah, possibly.
1: Justin, are you on anything Friday? Nope. Joseph? No. All right. Um nobody's touching ECU BYU, huh? <laughs> <laughs>
0: you should take Carolina.
1: You think? I don't know. All right.
0: BYU might have just
1: I mean they might have thrown in the towel. It's possible. Um Saturday. Who feels good? Um, I feel okay. Let's talk Ohio State Penn State. Are you on it? No. No? Are you? Are you? Mm-mm. All right, I'll go first. Mine is very short and sweet. Um, the way I see it, the Big Ten, safe to say it's a two-dog race, right? Would you agree? Um, yeah. Ohio State, Michigan. Michigan rolled over this team. It's a, Like I said, it's a two-dog race. Big Ten, Um, not really known for passing the football, at least in my opinion. I feel like it's more of a run-the-ball-play-good defense type of conference. Penn State is 79th in the nation in passing defense. They give up, I don't remember what it was, fucking 200 and like... Actually, I can tell you in two seconds if I'm going to be lazy. Um, Penn State gives up 233 yards per game through the air. Like I said, 79th in the nation. They haven't really played anybody that is... I mean, Michigan can pass the ball. They just didn't need to because they rushed it for fucking 400 yards. But Minnesota, um, Northwestern, Central Michigan, Auburn, I think the only team they've really played that shows the ability to pass outside of Michigan who didn't need to was Purdue, and they had success. You've played a lot of teams. Going down to Auburn, I get it, but it's like you got Ashford down there who can't throw the fucking ball to hit the bright side of a barn. So it's like... Why will they be able to stop Ohio State? I don't think they will. I'm taking Ohio State minus 15 and a half is what I'm getting at. I feel like, I mean, Michigan completely outclassed this team. It's Ohio State and Michigan in the Big Ten, in my opinion. So I'm going to take Ohio State with the points. A good Iowa defense they just dropped 54 on. So I feel like slow start, and then now it's like okay, who who's really going to stop Ohio State? Why 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 would you? Which side would you lean for one? And then,
0: what's he on?
2: Are you on this game?
1: Yeah. What you Penn taking State. Penn State? Yeah. Why is that?
2: Why do you well, say it like that? <laughs> cause, well, because because you're right. I agree. I don't think really Penn State will be able to stop them much. But I think offensively they'll be able to keep up, because uh,
1: I think Ohio State's got an underrated. Well, you defense. talk about
2: yeah, you could say that, but you look at their strength of schedule as well. It's 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 nothing serious. They played Notre Dame their first game, which you saw them struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but, but that was offensively they struggled, and that was that was the first game of the season. I know that, but really after that they haven't had a tough conference. I mean a tough schedule at all, and I think their defense is going to be susceptible. To uh, Singleton on the ground, and that'll open it up, I think, for Clifford. And I just think, like you said, who's going to stop Ohio State? I think Penn State will at home. One of the best atmospheres in college football. That place is going to be roaring. I know it's early, but yeah, I just think it's too many points at home with that crowd.
1: I feel like there. I feel like there was a year in years past where same thing, like Michigan rolled over them, and you like. You're like, uh like, is it too many points? And then Ohio State just went in and fucking trounced them by 60. I really I, – I don't know why. That's, like, in the back of my mind. That could not be accurate. But I swear I feel like I remember that within relatively recent years. Ohio State's not bad stopping the run. So what did they hold Wisconsin to? They give up 90 yards a game. You've got true freshman running backs back there. Um. Wisconsin had success 192, but that game was out of out of hand. I mean, realistically going into the fourth quarter, it was yeah, 45 it was like 42, to 7. 21. It was yeah. 45 to 7 going yeah. into the fourth quarter. Um another then, th- Yeah, Notre Dame, who's the only other formidable Russian team that they played,
0: only got 76 yards against them. And but
1: an- another thing, everything that I see confirms it. Nothing that I've seen disputes it yet. Yeah, Jackson Smith and are supposed to be back. So the rich get richer. And he's also been – um. I mean, he hasn't played all year. Came in touted as possibly the best wide receiver in the country. He's going to want to assert himself. So it's just – I mean, you've already got guys that are putting up 54 points on an Iowa team that prides itself on its defense. Now you throw Jigba in there. I mean, you had three guys against Iowa catch a touchdown: Fleming, Egbuka, and then Marvin Harrison Jr. Actually, okay, I could have swore he didn't play. Smith and Jigba did play, but only one catch for seven yards.
2: Was he on a like a snap count or something?
1: I don't fucking know. I guess, but ever I mean, and they I, smashed him. Yeah, they didn't need him. Yeah. But I was looking today, and Ryan Day says the plan is for Smith and Jigba to play. Um, but Iowa's offense is just the worst. No, I know, but
0: offense I, ever.
1: No, I know, but I'm not. I'm not more so worried about how. That they was beat why them. their
0: defense got destroyed. Yeah, because even if you, the only touchdown Iowa scored come from their defense, a fumble recovery.
1: Yeah, first and that was in early. The game, yeah.
0: yeah, so it was like, I mean, what do you expect for this game in particular, Penn State at Ohio State? This just feels like one of those games where Ohio State, to me, just judging from last year and then earlier this year against Notre Dame, it's like they don't. I don't know if this is a game that they don't show up and win by as much as they could, you know. What, and then do you, I don't what do agree mean? with Joseph. What do
1: you mean by that? Well, before we get to that, what do you? I'm trying to see like what your what side. That well, was at times Stroud has say. struggled. You feel like he is going to show up this week? Or you um, feel like- I
0: feel like this is a situation where he where he could struggle. Okay and i don't think i don't think that it's penn state's offense that keeps them in the game if anything it's going to be their defense and then get my, getting behind the crowd turning this into somewhat of an ugly game i think but
1: yeah i don't see much way clifford struggled mightily against michigan i don't see it turning into a shootout like a tit for tat type of thing i i think ohio state rolls over them but the only the only route to success for Penn State would be if the corners have are able to contain the wide receivers and then yeah, you kind of muck it up a little bit. They can control the time of possession with their running back, Singleton and whoever else. Um but I don't think it's gonna happen. Yeah. But that's why they gotta play the game. So it what is What happened last year? If this was a night game, I would feel differently. Yeah. Um well I wouldn't feel I would still take Ohio State, but I would be a little bit more worried. An eleven AM kickoff. Uh, is different than a whiteout game at seven o'clock at night.
0: Yeah. So last year, Ohio State won thirty-three to twenty-four. Um, Penn State only rushed it for thirty-three yards.
1: Yeah, but they got wow. That was before they've got good freshman running back. So
0: yeah, they have a much better running game now. But Clifford threw for three sixty-one. Mm-hmm. They threw it fifty-two times.
1: Different DC. And Stroud
0: kind of struggled.
1: Yeah, but Knowles over from uh yeah. o- Oklahoma State. They've been playing well. I just feel like, I don't know. I feel like Ohio State's going to roll. I really do. I think it's going to be eerily reminiscent to the Michigan game. Polar opposite on how they get there, but same outcome. I don't think that the the corners are going to hold up. There's just too many weapons. And I feel like, I feel like, I mean, is it safe to say that CJ Stroud's essentially running away with the Heisman Trophy. Um, Unless Hendon Hooker continues what he's doing. If they don't drop a game, then you have an argument. But
0: Yeah, I mean, if Ohio State ends up losing to Michigan or something like that, then... Well, I mean, yeah, okay, I guess... I think he's it, responsible for sp- how many touchdowns now? 20... Who are you talking about? Stroud, an incredible amount. He's got 28 touchdowns. Yeah, 28 passing. touchdowns. That's all he's got. Yeah, he he hasn't rushed
1: for any. Yeah, he's got over 2,000 yards, 28 touchdowns, four picks. So... Yeah, I mean, and then Egbuka fucking stepping up. But
0: like Joe said, they really haven't, other than Notre Dame, you look at the teams they've played, it's like, it's
2: been kind of cupcake. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but that, that was the same knock with Michigan. Yeah. Michigan hadn't played shit. I feel like Michigan and Ohio State are the cream of the, they're fucking as good as it gets in the Big Ten. It's going to come down to who wins that game, basically. Um. And I just... I mean we saw Clifford Fade in that game early and often. So, well, I mean what did he what did he finish? 7 of 19, that's right. They fucking pulled him, right? Yeah. Yeah. 7 of 19, 120 yards. So, has he proven that he's built for this? I know we just saw last year's game. Was that at Ohio State? Yeah. So, numbers, I didn't hear touchdowns, interceptions, but passing yards. I don't yards. think he threw any interceptions. Maybe he did. I don't think Clifford's built for it. I think.
0: One touchdown, one interception.
1: Okay. Yeah, he's not going to put the team on his back and lead a Heisman Trophy caliber effort. Yeah, no. If if Penn State, which I think it kind of could happen, like kind
0: of like how Michigan did them last year, where Michigan wasn't really – before Michigan beat Ohio State, it was like they were kind of they weren't really seen as um, a big time team, yeah. you know. Even though they were still undefeated and everything, yeah. it was just like, well, that, I think was Ohio State was seventeen point favorites against yeah. Michigan
1: last yeah, year. Yeah, and it was also the way that they did it. They just fucking grinded it out. Oh the same yeah, way, ran it down them. Their throat, and but so then they
0: str- Ohio State struggled on offense. Mm-hmm. So it's just you've just seen it a couple times throughout his career. I know he's he's more experienced now, but where sometimes Stroud will, well, I said that will miss in. a lot. I know? said that
1: coming in, that he's he's left a lot to be desired in multiple games throughout his career where it was like, okay, he... Same thing, really hasn't shown up. Like where Bryce Young might struggle
0: throughout the game, but if it's a one-possession game and Bryce Young has the ball, yeah. you it doesn't matter how that whole game went. You know what's about to happen.
1: Except in the national championship game when I have 2,000 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh But no, I agree with what you're saying. Um, I think... I think he shows up. I think that that Penn State defense breaks. I think it's more likely that Ohio State wins by 35 than it is that it's a, like, seven-point game. Yeah. So, we'll see, though. Like I said, that's why we play the game. Um, All right, what's your first Saturday game? Um,
0: 11 o'clock, I'm going to Arkansas, minus 3.5 at Auburn. To me, this is just a big mismatch for Auburn. They've struggled against teams that can run the ball. We know Arkansas's rushing attack is the strength of their team, but their only weakness is really their defensive secondary. I just don't think Auburn's good enough in the passing game to capitalize to be able to keep this one close enough. So I'm taking Arkansas minus three and a half.
1: Okay. Um all right. My first one, second one for Saturday, we already went over Ohio State, Penn State. Looking at Georgia and Florida, are you on this? No. Is anybody on this?
2: I'm not. No, I was looking at this.
1: All right, same thing. Short and sweet, Florida's defense is horribly bad, giving up 430 yards per game. Both teams had a week off, will be well-rested. Georgia should be able to get everything they want. The defense has shown the ability to give up a play or two here and there. The ability of Richardson to scramble out of the pocket and extend plays with his legs is really the only hope Florida realistically has. I'm going over 56 and a half.
2: That's what I was looking at.
1: I think, um, and to be honest, I had Georgia with the points written down, but I'm going to stay away. I'm going to stay away from that. I want to take Georgia with the points. Um, Let me get... Yeah, I'm just going with the over. I think realistically, I'll be shocked if Georgia doesn't drop 40. And then I think they could be up big with garbage time and some late Florida touchdowns. But I do think that I mean, they, they're not as good as they were last year defensively. I think that's been no. proven. It looked like they could have been. It looked like after the Oregon game was, okay, maybe they're just as good, if not better. It's been proven that they're not. That doesn't mean they're not really fucking good. But, I mean, this is a Florida team that gave up 45 to LSU. so, and that, But they were able to score 35 on a on a formidable LSU defense. I'm looking for 14 points out of Florida. Fourteen. And I think this hits. So um, but yeah, give me the uh give me the over fifty six and a half. Um, Justin, what's your first one for Saturday?
3: Uh first one's gonna be a two thirty game. It's gonna be Oregon and Cal. Uh Oregon's coming off of a big game against UCLA and sometimes teams will have a little bit of a hangover after playing those big games. So I think that'll be the case this week. And um against Cal, and Bonex typically plays a little bit different on the road than at home. And also, I like Jack Plummer. Uh, I think he's a tough quarterback, and he seems to always find a way to extend the drives. I think Cal will give Oregon some trouble as they're only allowing 117 yards on the ground a game and 275 through the air. But I'm going to take the under at 58.
1: Okay. You're... Wait, you're taking the under or you're taking Cal?
3: No, I'm taking the under.
1: Oh, okay.
3: Huh. Well, you talked about extending drives. I just think they'll slow it down. and I mean, Cal doesn't really put up too many points.
1: All right, I'm on Oregon. Minus 17. Uh, I'm done going against them. Um, I disagree with what Justin said in terms of them extending drives. They're 94th in the nation on third down conversions. I also wrote down that I hate Plummer. So. I watched, obviously, I had the under 57-and-a-half uh-huh. against Washington Cow. He's not very good. They don't have that many weapons. He misses a lot of open throws. There was a few plays downfield that were available that won't be there with Oregon, but he overthrew or underthrew. Um, solid defense with Cal. Um. But, yeah, I, I literally – that's what I put. I don't like Jack Plummer. Bo Nix playing out of his mind since week one. After the week one loss, this should be a three-touchdown spread, in my opinion. Cal doesn't have much of a home-field advantage, even with the game being at home. Uh, Marshawn Lynch was on the sideline calling for the fans to step up, saying that nobody, nobody's showing up. It's a joke. I think that Lanning will be able to confuse, but also pressure Plummer in the backfield. Plummer sacked 3.3 3 times per game, where Bo Nix literally one time all year. He's been sacked once. They've mm-hmm. got the cleanest... Um, sack to game ratio of anyone in the country he gets sacked 0.14 times per game one time uh, Oregon gets the ball out really really fast that he, he's decisive they, he knows where he wants to go with the ball he's getting it to his guys he's making good decisions his ability to extend plays with his legs I, I don't see any way that Cal keeps up in this game because their defense is not bad but their offense is just abysmal it's it's Really, really bad. Bo Nix does play differently away. Um, Stat-wise, it's a little bit of a drop-off on away games, which is typical with quarterbacks. I still think I think Oregon is the better team here by far. So I'm taking. Yeah, it.
0: I would take Oregon in this one. I mean, I'm I think Bo Nix is a changed man. I'm being serious. No, I, no,
1: I literally. I, he, and I just
0: think that he's in some. He's so putting much, up
1: Heisman Trophy numbers.
0: He's in so much better of a. Uh, situation per, yeah situation than he was at Auburn
1: yeah, he's probably in a better headspace too it, it, there's no question mark like is he gonna get benched are they going to TJ Finley the fucking everything's in disarray Yeah, I
0: mean his dad played at Auburn there's so much pressure it's yeah, like legacy starting as a freshman he's like the first true freshman to start at Auburn in like a hundred years or some shit like that
1: yeah and and so it was funny so like I said I, there was six point score in the first half of Washington and Cal but then all of a sudden Cal got lazy and Washington started getting really anything they wanted. So it was like, oh, fuck. So if Washington's able to do that, Oregon should be able to get whatever they want. And with the speed at linebackers, that was one of the differences in the Oregon-UCLA game. That was some, one thing that I said I was worried about with Flo and, and uh, Sewell, Penny Sewell's younger brother. I don't see, like I said, I I have this as a three-touchdown spread in favor of Oregon. So at 17 points, I'll take it. What is... um. What's your next Saturday game, Joseph? Oh, that's a lot. Okay, going ultra conservative, huh? Three. Okay, I'm going back to three. What is? Uh, how many do you have? Um, I have
0: four now. I had five, but then I told y'all about L.A. Tech.
1: What have I given? I've given three, no four so far. Yeah, yeah, I've given four. I've got one, two, only two left, I think. Right, yeah, we... I have two, and
0: then my lock. Um, I'm going to Rutgers at Minnesota. Um. Minnesota's just a team that when they play, like, teams that aren't that good. Um, they beat up on the team. They beat up most. on them. But then when they play, like, a team that's good or that you think they might be equal to, they get they get crushed. So mm-hmm. I'm going to end up laying the points. Minnesota minus 14 here. I just don't know how much Rutgers is going to be able to do on offense. And then I think that their their defensive numbers are a little bit skewed. I mean – when they play better offenses, they struggle. So, um, I think Minnesota gets behind the running game and the defense here at home and bounces back. I'm taking Minnesota minus fourteen. Okay, Justin, what is your next Saturday
1: game?
3: Uh, my next one is going to be another two thirty game. Um, taking the cow Cal- uh, Oklahoma State plus one and a half against K State. Um, I'm not sold on the Kansas State team. I mean, I know they're five and two, but I think the only really impressive win they have is against that Oklahoma team, who was ranked sixth at the time. But didn't they just? Oh, they lost to the TCU.
0: Yeah, like, but something happened there. Yeah. Um, Adrian Martinez went down. Yeah, he got knocked out the game. Yeah, what's his status?
3: He's questionable for this week, and then so is the backup. So that's yeah, I think string. they had two guys. They go must down.
1: expect him to play if this is a one and a half. Yeah, yeah, spread. yeah, oh, yeah. And, and when he, yeah, when he plays, well, Dude, he started off that game. I think the first play of the game, he ripped off like a fifteen yard run. No, yeah, they're good. They're better than um, I thought. I mean, realistically, if he doesn't get hurt, they probably <laughs> beat TCU, who yeah. I think is a very good team. It's a fishy line,
3: mm-hmm, for sure.
0: Yeah, it is a strange. It's a strange game because both of these teams are kind of similar, and that I mean, mainly Oklahoma State. That you keep thinking their time's
1: coming. In terms of what, getting it going. And I
0: know against TCU they, squeaked, they they barely lost it, but I was like, Ted, this is a prime spot for Texas. And then Sanders plays incredible. He makes all the plays. Mm-hmm. I mean, this one's on the road. I, I don't know. This is a, such a tough tough one for me to pick.
1: Yeah, I'm staying away from it. Kansas State at home coming off of a loss where they probably felt like if their quarterback plays, they win.
0: Yeah, and their only other loss was to the um, –
1: Tulane. Yeah, the
0: 23-ranked Tulane Green Wave.
1: And I was on Tulane that <laughs> game. And that was a funky fucking game. So, But since then, I mean, you've got Oklahoma, you've got Texas Tech, Iowa State, and a gritty fucking grinded-out road win. I don't know. It's which Oklahoma State defense is going to show up. I mean, look, they 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 really haven't. Texas still – Texas turned it over three times. Texas ran it all over them. But turned it it over three interceptions, and still they got 34 points scored on them. But the biggest thing that Oklahoma
0: State did well on defense was they got good pressure on Mm Ewers. So I don't know how that translates in in this game where the quarterback can run, and then obviously Deuce Vaughn's a really good running back. So, I mean, Kansas State's game is running it. Yeah. So that will neutralize a good pass rush.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm not touching it, but we shall see how it goes. Um let's see. Pelicans are hanging tough with uh Mavericks 66 sixty six, sixty four. We're winning at halftime.
3: Yeah, they're up like sixteen
2: blue lead. We're in Dallas.
3: No,
1: it's at home. Oh, okay. Um Yeah, I mean that's that's the NBA. That shit happens all the oh, time. Yeah. Um I was looking at Miami, Virginia under. I'm gonna stay away from it. I see forty seven and a half. Tyler Van Dyke is doubtful to play. The backup's bad. Virginia can't do shit on offense. I'm going to stay away from it, but I was considering it. All right, this one is interesting for sure. Um, it's my last one, and then I have a lock. Kentucky versus Tennessee. A Kentucky team that goes as far as Will Levis takes them. I know Kentucky has a number next to their name, but will Tennessee really be up for this game, especially with Georgia looming next week? Tennessee's defense is horrible. 130th in the nation against the pass. Kentucky is the 8th-ranked defense on first down, and they're the, thir- the 20th-ranked defense on third down. So Tennessee is the 28th-ranked defense on third down, but they are 106th on first down. So they don't find themselves in a lot of third-down situations because teams are having so much success on first and second down. I'm going to take Kentucky plus 12-and-a-half. I think the back door will be open the entire time. But I also think that Kentucky is – I think this will turn into a dogfight. I think that Levis is looked at as potentially one of the top quarterbacks coming out of this class. I think this is a perfect opportunity for him to show it and uh, increase his draft stock against literally – like the fucking worst defense, the worst secondary. Um, I like Rodriguez at running back. Establish the run. It'll make Levis's life even easier. I I think the spread should be like nine and a half, ten points. So I'm taking Kentucky. I like Kentucky. Kentucky, I fucking hate, <laughs> I hate that shit. I don't know how many times I got to say it, Justin. Are you on it?
3: No. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, Kentucky plus 12 and a half. I think I think it's going to be more back and forth. I don't think it's going to be a one sided like runaway.
0: Yeah. I mean with. I mean you just worry because even though Levis is looked at like he's really, I mean, statistically he's okay. It's like they they aren't that good of a running team as they usually are. Their defense is still pretty good, but um, I don't know. You just worry here. Levis is
1: not having a bad year though.
0: I don't know if there's any stop in Tennessee.
1: I know, but their secondary is so bad.
0: Yeah, but I don't know. I'm just, I just, from the Kentucky games that I've seen, they're just not that, they're not like a prolific throwing team. So, and their offense really kind of isn't what wins them games. It's like, I don't know. This one would just, either side, both sides worry me just because, like you said, Tennessee looking ahead to Georgia, which is going to be. They said Alabama and Tennessee was the biggest game. Well, this is the new biggest game of the year. It's like yeah, Georgia's number one. They just keep getting bigger and bigger. Yep. So I mean, maybe this is one where where they kind of sleepwalk and. But
1: we saw it with Florida. The back door yeah. was open there, and they Florida made that a game, an onside kick away from going down and potentially, and they might have recovered the onside kick. I don't, I don't remember. I, I, but all I know, they lose by five. This is a better. I think Kentucky has a better chance of putting points up than Florida did. Richardson looked like shit, and he threw for – Tell four, me about
2: Florida and Tennessee game?
1: Yeah, and he threw for 453 yards. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I feel like – I don't feel like they're going to be up for it. Like I said, I know they have a number next to their name, but it's still Kentucky. It's not like a team that – at least maybe I just don't recognize them as like a powerhouse or a – like – I could just see them sleepwalking through this game. No, like, there's
0: probably better teams than Kentucky that aren't aren't ranked.
1: But yeah, no, I mean I feel like I think it I think they hang tough. I think they keep it close. Twelve and a half. I mean, you find yourself up seventeen late in the game, and it's like backdoor touchdown away from fucking covering the spread. It's always gonna be there. I, I don't I don't see it being a forty point blowout for Tennessee. It's certainly possible. But I feel like, and I think the public's all over Tennessee. Yeah, I'm sure. Which I like. Like I said, Georgia looming on the horizon. It's tough for me to, uh, like I said, this is it's 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 like eh, it's kind of it's a gross spread. But yeah, I don't know. I think Kentucky hangs close. Bet's already placed. I'm rolling with it. I just feel like that secondary is so fucking bad. Like really, really bad. Which is kind of remarkable that they held LSU to 13 points, but Yeah. That game was a shit show from the opening kickoff.
0: Well, I mean not yeah, that game was just it couldn't have went worse for LSU.
1: But also, I mean Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Kentucky plus twelve and a half. Um, all right, all we have left is locks. No, I have another one. Oh, oh go. <laughs> Go this one's kind of like the
0: Rutgers-Minnesota game. I'm going to Northwestern at Iowa, and I'm going to lay the points here again with Iowa. I know that their offense just sucks. Um, it's the
1: worst. I would lean that side. I thought, it's the I was worst like, ever. I was like, there's no way you fucking take <laughs> Oh, Oh, North, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking a different team, but still. Northwestern's what, one and six? Yeah, they're not any good, but... Stop the run and then
0: it's like their defense is just so bad. If you can't move it the ball a little bit against them and you're not moving it against anybody. And then Northwestern on offense, I don't I don't know how much they're gonna be able to do. You look at when they've played decent defenses, Wisconsin, they only scored seven points. Penn State, Northwestern only scored seven points. Miami of Ohio, they only scored fourteen points. Mm-hmm. So um no, you just look at it. I think this is a game where, where Iowa probably could blank them, you know? They should. So, yeah. um, at the very least, maybe one touchdown. So, I don't know. I'm going to end up gambling here a little bit and betting that Iowa's offense does more than 14 points per game, which is their average. What, what they're averaging. So, I'm taking Iowa minus 11.
1: Okay. Um, all right. There's a few others that I'm like I'm interested in, that Coastal Marshall game, yeah, which is on NFL Network. I love that. What what that it's on NFL Network yeah. or the game? I um, see those. I haven't watched one yet. How's the broadcast? But Boise and Colorado State. Why the fuck is Boise State laying 27 against anyone? <laughs> Serious, dude. Boise State's
0: um not that good. Talent. They freaking smashed Air Force last week. I don't think they did. They beat them nineteen to something. Nineteen to fourteen. Yeah, and they were underdogs.
1: I wouldn't call that a. Sm- I mean, I guess they were leading the whole damn game. I mean, when you think they about, they were two point underdogs. Taylor Green didn't throw a fucking touchdown. This dude's a problem. Yeah, I always who keep are they an playing? Eye. Who are they playing? Colorado State. Oh, uh, they yeah. suck. But it's twenty seven <laughs> points. The strength of this Boise team is running the football and their defense. Taylor Green. 16 of 24, 227 yards, and an interception. I told you, I've gone on record, this motherfucker sucks. Bad. His mechanics are horrible. I'm surprised. Oh, and also, too, let me see. I want to say, Air Force, yeah, turnover on downs because of, it was fourth and three at Boise 11. He picks up a six-yard pass. Holding on the offense, back them up, fourth and thirteen, passing complete. So they were near, basically at the ten yard line, about to get a fresh set of downs with two minutes and forty four seconds left to take the lead. Does Boise get in field goal position, field goal range to win the game, possibly, but probably not with Talon Green. That's what because I was I was keeping an eye on this. It was because it started out all Boise, but then it ended up yeah. I mean, realistically, you're right there. They pick up that first down, Air Force wins the game. You get a fresh set of downs inside the ten. Cause he picked up six actually. So they were gonna be on the five yard line. That's a touchdown. Ninety nine percent chance that's a touchdown for Air Force. So that it he is not the future at quarterback for Boise. Let's put it that way. So I don't think that Boise State should be laying twenty seven against anyone.
0: Yeah, maybe that is maybe that's true. It is strange. It's a statistic service.
1: Because I I liked Colorado State against who was it? A couple weeks ago, Nevada. They won. Nevada sucks. I get it. But they were like I want to say relatively decent underdogs and won.
0: Yeah, a few points, but they won outright. Yeah, yeah. I remember.
1: I just I just I don't think that they should be twenty seven point favorites against anyone on the planet right now. Not even Hawaii. Fresno, without Hayner, they beat him 40 to 20. 20 points. San Diego State, 35 13. UTEP 27 to 10. UT Martin 30 to 7. I mean, they played shitty teams. They haven't they haven't covered 27 against anyone. So I don't know. That was just one thing that I thought was interesting. I'm not going to go against them on the Blue Turf. Um, but I just I thought that was interesting. I w- I was interested to see if somebody was going to be on it. Another one I would consider UCLA minus sixteen and a half against Stanford. Back at home, again, not much of a home field advantage, but after the loss that they just had, I could see them coming out and smashing Stanford, who I don't hate, but I don't think that they have the defense to really contain them. But I don't know if anybody else had. There's just always a few that I see that I'm like, just don't make sense. Yeah. Or, or that I'm interested, but I don't I don't have the balls to take. So, But all right, we will move on to our locks of the week. You're good, right? Yeah. Everybody's good. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. The most important bets of the week are locks of the week for college football. College football week nine. Um, I'm gonna let you lead it off. You're leading the way. Seven one and one on your locks of the week this year. I'm going
0: to. I guess it's somewhat of a big game. Notre Dame at Syracuse. Syracuse is two and a half point favorites. It's pretty simple for me here. Syracuse has struggled against teams that can run the football. Last week they allowed Clemson to. 293 rushing yards. Um, I just think Notre Dame's offensive line can get a good push against Syracuse. I
1: like Notre Dame to get the big one on the road behind their rushing attack. I'm taking them as well. I was so fucking close to taking this one. I, I, I don't like Schrader. I think Schrader puts the ball up for grabs. Yeah,
0: I think they, in the defense, not which I didn't even mention, I just think if you can stop Syracuse from running the football and make Schrader have to do – why? Do too much, it's it's trouble for Syracuse.
1: Why did Sean Tucker only have five carries? Yeah.
0: They asked the coach that, and he was like, yeah. Because um, they do a lot of RPOs, so they were um, – Clemson, obviously, was stacking the line. Cause, yeah. So it was Schrader pulling them and throwing them a lot. But, yeah. like, he ran, he aver- had a nice average. What did he end up finishing with?
1: Oh, I don't know. But uh, he ran it, like, 20-plus times. Um, Let me see. What did – but a lot of their calls are re- are options, you know? Yeah. It was like, well,
0: why not just call a freaking regular run to your yeah. best player? It's yeah.
1: It's like 21 carries, 71 yards and a touchdown. And then what did? Um, five carries, 54 yards. Yeah. It's like his
0: dude was averaging 10 yards a carry, At but what you point only got it you, to him. Yeah. And he's, it's not like this was a one-off game. This guy's your best player, undoubtedly, on oh, offense. by far. But by you far. only were able to run
1: it with him five times for 50 yards. Yeah. No, makes no sense. It's like Alvin Kamara, get him the fucking football. Not saying he is like Alvin Kamara, but same situation. Get him the football. It's your best player. Um, all right. My lock of the week. You're on it. I really like it. Arkansas minus three and a half. Again, I can't pick a fucking winner to save my life when it comes to locks, but Auburn is dying to fire Brian Harson. Dying. They want something. He's going to be gone at the end of the year. They would love to do it midseason and get a jump on the fucking coaching search. The best rushing offense in the SEC versus the, the, I'm assuming the best, but it is against the worst rushing defense. We just saw Arkansas smash BYU, who has the 117th ranked rushing defense. Auburn, nearly identical at 119th in the nation. Arkansas still being disrespected for their three-game losing streak. One of those should have been a win against A&M. Mississippi State was a loss without K.J. Jefferson. He got banked up last week, but when does he not? He's expected to go. Uh, it's another head injury. Uh, he's the king of the mid-game limp. He's going to get fucking hurt a little bit, but he's expected to go. Brian Harson's going to get fired soon. You might as well get a head start on it. Do it now. Auburn is dead last in the turnover margin. I'm taking Arkansas minus three and a half. It's a fishy line. I feel like they should be favored yeah, That's by a them. little
0: bit what you worry about is like, we keep expecting Auburn just to give up by now and they, they put up a fight against Ole Miss. What who did who'd they play last week?
1: Um were they on a bye? I don't remember. Give me I got it right here. Two seconds. But you keep
0: expecting them to quit and they don't.
1: They played last game they played was Ole Miss on the fifteenth, so they had a buy. Okay, both, so they're both coming teams off of the bye. bye. Arkansas is coming off of the BYU win fifty two to thirty five. Yeah, that's right. I mean, why Auburn is allowing two hundred and four yards, basically two hundred and five yards on the ground. Arkansas should feast off. Yeah. Of o- Just go
0: to the Ole Miss stats. See how much Ole Miss run it on Ryan. It ran it on him. I'm I, sure it was I, something. Cr-
1: I mean, yeah, they put up 48 points. They ran the ball for <laughs> 448 <laughs> yards. Um, they rushed it 69 times for six and a half yards of carry <laughs> flip side. Auburn had a shitload of success running the ball as well. 300 yards. I don't think you're going to be able to get that on Arkansas. Yeah. You, you can attack Arkansas's defense through the secondary, but not with Asher as your right. quarterback. And Arkansas does a good job of getting into the backfield. Um, they I could find the stats in a second, but I don't feel like looking for it. Um, they do a good job of getting to the quarterback. They're gonna they're gonna pressure Ashford. He's gonna make mistakes. The turnover margin speaks for itself dead last in turnover margin. So they're not forcing turnovers and they're fucking giving it to him. So for a team that can run the ball the way that they can that Arkansas can, if you're gonna give them extra possessions, they're gonna grind out the clock, they're gonna win the time of possession battle. And I mean, it's gonna be a I, I think a battle in the trenches that Arkansas will win. And I think Arkansas wins this game by two touchdowns at least. So I think yeah. this, this is the rollover game for Auburn.
0: This was the other consider the other game I was considering for my lock. It's like,
1: so, um, but take it with a grain of salt. Nick's on it at least, so you can find solace in that. We're nine two and two in college uh, football bets, but I'm struggling with my locks as of late. Uh, Joseph, what is your lock of the week?
2: I'm going Wake Forest minus four and a half against Louisville. Um, not much to be said about this one. Uh, just think, Wake Forest is the better team here. Uh, Sam Hartman is one of my favorite players in college football. Yeah,
1: yeah, you like him because of the Clemson game and that. No, no,
2: over. he no, he throws a beautiful ball. <laughs> he does.
1: He's got a shitload of talent. That <laughs> I'll let you continue, and then yeah, I'll yeah, give, go ahead. It's so fucking fishy. This line is so fishy for me. Oh yeah, I really you think would, it should be more. Yeah, that's yeah. why it's fishy. I was very, I'm, I was very close to taking Louisville, and I don't really yeah. like Louisville. But in my opinion, which <clears> doesn't mean much, but um. It means second place on this podcast, I guess, but it just almost took Louisville at home. Hartman yeah. has those games. It, with Hartman, that's why I was telling the guy at the Cardinals game. With Hartman, he is either all the way on, or it's like, what's going on?
2: He hasn't had that game this year. Has he not? He hasn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's coming off against Boston College last week, and I know it's Boston College, but Boston College is a team who Louisville lost outright to.
1: Yeah, but college.
2: He football threw is weird 300 yards and five touchdowns last week.
1: Yeah, but it was a road game for Louisville. At home, Louisville just it, beat Pitt 24 to 10. But it's Boston. Yeah, that college. was that was kind of surprising to me. I thought Pitt what, would hang tough because I was looking yeah.
0: at that pit line. It was last week, right? Yep. Yeah. And I was like, man, maybe I'll maybe I'll take Pitt. And I was like, I don't know what's going on with this line. Why is it so? I think that might so have small? to do
2: with where the line's at as well. Is is Louisville's coming off of a? a good win against Yeah, Pitt. maybe
0: it is a little bit of an overreaction, but um, I don't know. I don't know, dude. Some, every time I bet against Louisville, most of the time it's not good, other than Florida State, and it was kind of a miracle.
1: I just feel like that was one of my main yeah. things was I wasn't putting enough stock into, and I'm not blowing it out of the water with my fucking record. That's what I'm saying. Take everything I say with a grain of salt until I prove otherwise, but I would not put enough stock into the home field advantage, and there's a, there's a lot to be said for that. There's a reason they give a team two and a half, three points for a home field advantage. Mm.
0: Yeah. There's a quick note is like, I think this game was at five and a half, but it got bet, bet down a little bit mm. to what four,
2: four and a half. Okay. What'd you I might
0: be two able two two to get four out? in some spots. No,
2: same thing with me. It's like, yeah, there's, you look four. at my record of 11 and 20. So take what I say with the grain of salt as well. But I really, really like Sam Hartman a lot. I think he's one of the better college football quarterbacks right now. Um, yeah, I'd, but I'd be he, surprised if he can't put up those same numbers against this Louisville defense. Joseph, yeah, maybe just yeah.
1: Joseph wasn't around for Pitt and Wake Forest last year. Yeah. In the bowl game. I think it was a bowl game. No, I think it wasn't the AC. It was, ACC, it, was ACC, KM, yeah, it wasn't a bowl game. Um yeah, I don't know. It it's it's just a fishy line. It should be more the fact that it's not, and it shows you that betters are back in Louisville with the line coming down. This is just one of those games where I could fucking see Cunningham doing a lot with his legs and keeping them close, and maybe a come from behind Wake Forest win. So, but I don't know. I'm I'm not on it. I don't feel obviously I don't feel strong strongly enough to take it. It was just one that I kept my eye on. Um, But all right, Justin, what is your lock of the week?
3: Uh, My lock of the week is Arkansas minus three and a half. Um, I think Arkansas is all around just a better team here, while Auburn has the worst run defense in the SEC. Um, And that's not a recipe for success when playing against Rocket Sanders and K.J. Jefferson. Um, Arkansas's defense tend to give up the big plays through the air, but like Logan already just touched on, uh, the last person I see doing that is Robbie Ashford, who is completing less than 50% of his passes with four touchdowns and five interceptions. So take the Hogs at minus three and a half
1: all righty there you go that is our locks of the week um we will recap college as a whole uh, for me I have Washington State plus eight Georgia and Florida over 56 and a half Ohio State minus 15 and a half Oregon minus 17 Kentucky plus 12 and a half Notre Dame plus three and my lock of the week is uh the Arkansas Razorbacks minus three and a half Um, I have
0: Arkansas minus three and a half. I have Minnesota minus 14, Iowa minus 11. And for the lock of the week, I'm going with Notre Dame plus two and a half.
2: Okay, Joseph. Thursday, 9 o'clock at night, I have Washington State plus eight against Utah. And then Saturday morning, I have Penn State plus 15.5 against Ohio State. And my lock of the week is Wake Forest minus 4.5 against Louisville. All right, Justin.
3: Uh, Got Oklahoma State plus 1.5 against Kansas State. Oregon and Cal under 58. My lock of the week is Arkansas minus 3.5. All righty. That
1: is our college football picks for week nine. We'll transition to a NFL recap. Excuse me. NFL.
0: Wait, one thing I want to clarify. I'm on Notre Dame plus 3. What'd you say? Two and a half. You <laughs> said three. I got three, but I just checked. It's I just it's plus three on on a few books too. Yeah, I just wanted to make
1: sure of that. Okay. Um. All right, we will do the NFL recap quickly and then give you our best bets for the NFL week. Um, let's see. All right, I'll let you lead off. You are leading the way in NFL. You can recap Thursday games. night. Oh, I mean, we don't. There's not a ton. Yeah, I forgot. We got to recap.
0: Um, Saints plus one and a half. We kind of talked about it when we opened the episode. It was the pick sixes that changed the direction of this game. When it started, I was like, oh, man, we're moving the ball. I felt good. And then, well, first it was the first pick in the end zone. Yeah, That that yeah. flipped momentum a little bit, but then you still felt good. And then um, it was the next two for return for touchdowns. Totally flipped the first half upside down.
1: And look, I'll say – One's not on it, not on Dalton. It's off Callaway's hands. You have to fucking catch the ball. Yeah, but I the see.
0: other one was like you could look at that as as minus six 6-2 Yeah, yeah. On yeah, the, the on zone. the score because it was exactly. a scoring potential play. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, dude, Angie
1: Dalton's got to go. All right, there's just makes no sense to go with him if you roll with him as your Jameis Winston. Better be the fucking starter going in next week, and the season's more than well. That's. They keep fucking stringing us along I know. because the fucking division sucks. You never
0: dude. know what could happen. I mean, the season's not over. Other than last game, and then the Buccaneers game, which those scores aren't indi- aren't don't show how close those games really were.
1: When were you it, looking for indicative?
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, but I didn't want to say that and mess Indicators. everything up. But um and mess no dude the damn games have been close the ones we've yeah. lost have been really close it's not like
1: but let's not pretend because And I we see haven't people,
0: played well at all the, it's not like we're losing games and playing well
1: I didn't want to go into it but everyone is like oh Andy Dalton won blah 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 the only when you go with Andy Dalton you have no hope on the season he is what he is his story's been written you know what you're getting with Andy Dalton what you chase is the last two drives of the Atlanta game. That's what you're fucking looking for. When Jameis Winston was clicking, you're finding Michael Thomas. That was two perfect drives. Two perfect drives to get back in the game and win the game. That's what you try to get back to. You don't roll with Andy Dalton. There is no hope going with Andy Dalton. He is what he is. You get what you get. You put Jameis back in, and you try to replicate what we were able to see in the fourth quarter against the Atlanta Falcons. That's what you go for. I don't... Everyone, oh, well, he won uh, against the Seahawks. No, he fucking didn't. Taysom Hill won that game by himself. Like, what are we talking about? Taysom Hill won that fucking game basically by himself. Andy Dalton didn't win that game. Andy Dalton has missed receivers on multiple games that were begging for a quarterback to win it. I've said it over and over again. I don't understand what we should be looking for is whatever Jameis Winston and the offense were able to do on the final two drives against Atlanta. The ball was zipping out of his fucking hands. It was We were moving with tempo. It, it looked crisp. Michael Thomas looked unguardable. Put some fucking, rub some motherfucking dirt in it. Zion and Michael Thomas must be doing their strength and conditioning together. Fucking get out there and play and, and be worth your fucking contract. But that's my that's my main takeaway is we should be trying to get back to what we saw in the final two drives against Atlanta. And going with Andy Dalton won't won't be that. You know?
0: Yeah, I agree. <sighs> but I think Andy Dalton just gives you no chance to win.
1: No, it well, it's it's you may win a couple here and there where the defense has to play really well or somebody has to have a heroic performance because it won't be him. But he gives you no hope in terms of doing anything in the postseason. None. So what's the point? His book's been fucking written. Jameis Winston is 27, 28 years old. You might as well try to see if you can tap into something with Jameis. Yeah. He shows flashes. Andy Dalton doesn't. Andy Dalton is just the, okay, maybe he'll go through his progressions and he'll check it down or he'll find the guy on a fucking 10-yard, 10-and-in, and and he's sitting down in the zone, and we're moving the ball a little bit. And then when it gets to the red zone and now it's time to be a good quarterback, we're going to fucking turn the ball over. I don't. There's no upside going with Andy Dalton. It's the safe choice. Mm-hmm. Fucking roll the dice. What are we doing? You got rid of next year's first round pick. Not to trot Andy Dalton out there to fucking implode on national television. I told Andy Dalton to get his head out of his ass, and he heard me. <laughs> so, and he proceeded to not get his head out of his ass. Um. But yeah, another two and one week for you. We were both. We we're on all three of the same picks. Three and one for me. Only loss. Let me, okay, let me ask you this. Would the Saints have been your lock if we weren't going there? Um, or did that play? I thought it was a good spot for us. Yeah. I feel like it's been a good spot the last four weeks. And dude, if it weren't for
0: those pick sixes, which one was really unfortunate, and you could maybe make an argument that if that one doesn't happen, then maybe we take the ball downfield, score, and then uh, yeah, the whole way the dominoes everything. fall is totally different. But, um... Yeah, they, that was just misfortune there because that was right through Callaway's hands. Yeah, no,
1: that's that's not on him. You got to catch the ball. Your fucking sister's meeting Callaway on the street. Yeah. That's what I said. I said, that
2: hey, motherfucker, I, like, I killed that motherfucker. <laughs> no, I'm
1: kidding. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Commanders plus five and a half. Cheaps minus three. Winner, winner. Commanders went out right against the Packers. Um, and then Steelers plus seven. Yeah, that was nice. The defense shows up. If Kenny pick it. come on, Kenny. Kenny's got that spunk in him, but God bless. I thought he was going to lead the game-winning drive, but actually I texted Bam, and I said, because Bam, we were, he jumped on it with me as well when he saw it was my lock. I was like, he wants to throw a pick. But then he threw one, and then when they got the ball back, I'm like, he wants to throw another one. Yeah. So I was like, you have to – I said, realistically, just pray it's not a pick six. So – Threw a great play by the DB to toe tap and stay in bounds. It's like, all right, good. We're fucking out of here. But I knew I knew the interceptions were coming. You could just tell. But I like that he's not scared. Yeah. he'll He's going to go out and try to win you the game. He he has Tomlin's – he has Mike Tomlin's um like fake blessing where it's like, he was born for this. You know Mike Tomlin's back there like, ah, fuck, please. Come on. Come on. He's trying to will it. Yeah. Um, but I do think I still think he gives them that spark. He he still gives them the like a little bit of an energy in comparison to Trubisky. So
0: yeah, well, it's like the same thing. Like a lot of people know, Trubisky's had his chances. Yes. You know, so it's like give the guy. Yes. No,
2: I agree. Yeah, but Trubisky threw six touchdowns in one game.
1: Did he?
0: Yeah. In college? No, for the Bears. Oh, yeah. Trubisky oh. won the um what was it the MVP.
1: <laughs> he did <laughs> <laughs> that was so fucking dirty that was because so that, that was in a loss
0: yeah everybody it was the playoff Mitch Trubisky yeah Mitch, Mitch
1: Trubisky <laughs> they got that fucking kid up there who's like trying to be he's trying to be uh, like Michael Strahan on Good Morning yeah, America but
0: everybody went to Twitter and just started voting for Trubisky
1: oh that was so fun. <laughs> that was so fucking dirty uh, but alright 3-1 and one for me 2-1 and one for you um Train keeps rolling on in college, uh, I mean in NFL for you and college, but NFL for me, I, I made up with my transgressions in uh, college and got it back in the NFL. Uh, Joseph, you had just the Thursday night game, uh, which obviously, well, you actually, you were on the under, so mm-hmm. also uh, I think there was what terrible seventy points scored, so it. just missed it. <laughs> um, and then Justin, you had a brutal week in the NFL, one and three. Uh, but you were on Chiefs minus three with us. Also on the Saints, we were all in a bad spot with the Thursday game there. But uh, like you said, I agree. It, it, it wasn't a bad spot, but I felt like it was a good spot. It felt like we could have won against London. And there uh, was a London. lot
0: of there was more injuries that we didn't really know about than Roby goes down. It's like, dude, yeah, that was yeah. a total he, disaster he's for on the a, Saints.
1: He's on IR as well. Yeah. Um, I was thinking that we kept some people out the Sunday before because they were going to come back on Thursday. Yeah. So. Um you were on Packers minus five and a half. Packers aren't good. No. Packers are not very good. And the commanders are one of them scrappy teams. They're the Lions of last year. Uh and then you were on the Jags minus three. It was your lock. I texted Joseph, but you actually um changed your tune this week. But I said one day y'all are gonna wake up and understand that the Giants are good at football.
2: Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah.
1: The Giants are good.
2: The Giants play. Giants how, are how many are times legit. do we
1: have to say the Giants are good? been saying it for two years what
2: the commanders are not scrappy don't say that no the commanders are a thousand no, they're not scrappy. they're only scrappy when heineke's playing
1: and he's playing
2: he that was his first game we need to see how scrappy they are
1: yeah well i was on the commanders um twice Mm-mm. before and i think them went one-on-one nearly went did i lose the one where Wentz threw the pick on the goal yeah. line yeah, yeah so, that was
0: yeah. They're should, not good.
1: Should be three and betting bet in the commanders. No, they're not bad though. They're not good, but they're not bad. Um, was it a road game against Jacksonville? Or was that at home? The Giants. Oh, oh, that's the Giants. I'm thinking why am I thinking the Commanders? Um that was
2: definitely a road that game was for the a Giants. Road game. Yeah. Yeah. That Giants. was a good fun game to watch too, especially how it ended.
1: Yeah, hell yeah it was. No, yeah, they're dude, they're fucking they're not bad. Daniel Jones is gonna get paid. If he keeps going the way he's going, they're going to look for any reason not to pay him. But as long as they don't lose like three in a row,
2: I don't hate Lawrence either. Eh, he's not that good. He's inconsistent, but I, I think he shows promise to where, like, well, he should. If he he was taps number that one overall potential. Pick. He could. Yeah, he better. Yeah. You
0: know? I mean, you look at the weapons. There's not really any like right. big time weapons. Right.
1: Yeah, but he's got like a bunch of decent guys.
2: Yeah. Exactly. But I mean, maybe. But they'll... Daniel
1: Jones has nobody.
2: Yeah. But he's got the best running back in the league. Yeah,
1: that's fine. Fucking. And he's, he's got, got ETN. Feet. Trevor Lawrence has ETN and he had James Robinson, who's obviously gone. But ETN's lighting it the fuck up.
0: Yeah, ETN's about yeah. to fuck him well. yeah, up. He, <laughs> he scored the touchdown and
1: got the two-point conversion. <coughs> he's it, No, he has luck. Saquon's better than ETN, but ETN ain't fucking bad. And Daniel Jones has no receivers. He's all right. Name two receivers the Giants have.
2: Wandale Robinson's about to break out. Name for who? The Giants.
1: Okay. He's not, but okay.
2: What do you mean? Who else? He's got like 10 targets these past two weeks. Okay. Who else? Darius Slayton.
1: Okay. Do you have Sterling
2: Shepard's hurt?
1: Okay. Yeah. He's out. Probably for the season. So would he be their number one wide receiver? Who's that? Sterling Shepard. If he was healthy, he
2: would, but not for long because Wandale's coming. Yeah.
1: That's a fucking horrible receiving quarter. Wandale's coming. Kenny Galladay has like one catch on a fucking $80 million contract. Um, it's criminal what they're doing to Daniel Jones and he's still putting him on his fucking back. Yeah. So
2: he's good. I like him.
1: No wide receivers. They're, they they don't want to pay him, but they're gonna pay him. So the Giants are good. The NFC East is the best division in football. But all right, Thursday night, Ravens, Bucks, and arguably one of the fishiest lines I've ever seen. You wanna go first? Me? Yeah. <laughs> Shit, dude. I'll go first. You want me to go? I guess. I'm taking Baltimore. This is one of those, I think it screams to take the Buccaneers, but I can't do it. The Bucs are fucking bad. Really Mm. bad. And their defense has looked really bad. Their defense has looked uncharacteristically bad from the years past. So, for that reason, I'm I'm taking Baltimore in a game that I think Baltimore needs to win. I mean, you need to win every game, but... Ravens sitting at four and three. I think the Ravens have a better chance to do something this year than the Buccaneers do. I've been saying that the, the demise of Tom Brady is coming. I said it last year and I was wrong. I said it this year and I'm right. I'm taking the, the, uh, the Ravens minus one and a half.
0: All right. I'm going, I'm Go going ahead. to the Buccaneers. Go ahead. Much. It's just like I'm, and we'll get to it on my next pick, but I'm just going with the old heads this week, dude. They can't run the ball. Yeah, they can't. They, they're they struggling, they're the but it's worst,
1: like— They're the worst. I literally put it on Twitter. I said they're the worst in short-yarded situations, third and one, fourth and one. <laughs> that was before. That was right after Leonard Fournette got stuffed on third and one. I didn't even know they were going to go for it. They go for it on fourth and one. He gets stuffed even worse.
2: Yeah, that makes no sense to me. At,
1: against the Saints, he got stuffed yep. over and over again. They're fucking bad yeah, on short-yarded no. situations. Um, Fournette's they, not— They scored three points, and they didn't turn the ball over against the Panthers. Yeah. I mean, look, they aren't playing well. Baltimore secondary is susceptible. You, you you can have success passing the ball, but I just don't know if they keep playing
0: as bad as they've been playing. Like I don't know. I mean, maybe that's how way, the way it goes down. Maybe it's just fucking downhill from here. But Tom Brady's life's
1: over. It's prime time, Tom you, Brady. You love Tom Brady though, so you're gonna back him. But I don't know if it's the good idea. <laughs> I don't know, dude. <laughs> I think it's a
0: good idea.
2: <laughs>
0: but yeah, no, it's just, this is more of a spot play than like, um. Then Why are the Buccaneers going to win? I don't think that they're going to continue to play as bad as they've been playing. Okay. And then I, I think that with the linebackers that the Buccaneers have, I think that, that that's a pretty good matchup to contain jack yeah. lamar from running it and stuff yeah definitely. but um we'll see
1: okay Joseph- it's
0: not an easy pick though you know no. it's not no that's what i said it's yeah.
2: fi- it's fishy as can be um Joseph, I'm on over my uh over forty four forty five and a half. 45 and a half um a mm. little bit of what both of y'all said i know prime time unders this and that well tell me that last week huh <laughs> Why don't you tell me that last week? It's not
1: even I don't really give a fuck about time. I'm just, I'm just saying, saying like that trend. The way I look at this though, I think that Wait, you're on over?
2: Yeah, you just said it. The I Ravens think that defense if, is susceptible.
1: I think that if the Buccaneers
2: And I think they can turn it around, just like Nick said, this week. This would be the week to do it. Prime time, Tom Brady. Getting points? I
1: don't know. I think Wink Martindale is going to have a field day with that susceptible Buccaneers offensive line, and they're mm. going to pressure Tom Brady, and he's going to get all fucking flustered. They're going to put pressure, interior pressure <laughs> in his face. Nobody's better at dialing up blitzes, blitzes than Wink Martin, Martindale. Wait, am I drawing a blank? He's not with Baltimore anymore, is he?
0: I'm not sure mm-hmm. who their coordinator is. He might no. be with the
1: Giants. He is with the Giants. I might be fucking Giants. that up. That's why Giants are so goddamn good on defense. (laughs) They got all those blitzes now. Yeah, that's bad on my part. Um, Anyway, when he was with the Ravens, he was very good at dialing up blitzes, and he still is with the Giants. Um, Regardless, Calais Campbell, the guys on the D-line, Patrick Queen, fucking he had a fucking hell of a game last week. Um, I just don't think the Buccaneers are good. I don't. I think the defense has shown um, a lot of weakness this year and i don't think tom brady has it anymore so
2: it's fair enough i mean there's no reason they haven't given you a reason to think that he does i mean these past 4 weeks he's been i mean let's awful. put it
1: let's put it this way they have lost 4 out of their last 5 if i'm seeing that correctly their only win was against atlanta in a game that atlanta got fucked
2: where they could have won could have won and, but and got before that it was us
1: but got screwed out of an opportunity to go down and win the game yeah you lose to Carolina 21-3, to yep. a Carolina team that is fucking completely rebuilding, getting rid of all yeah. of their good players just about. And then you lose to Pittsburgh 20-18 to when Trubisky had to come back
2: in. Favored in both of those games by double digits and yep. lost outright. They are playing terrible, which is why I think they play good this week. <laughs>
1: I mean that is like he said that is what the spot calls for. I feel like I don't know. I haven't looked at where the money is. I would assume it's probably all over Baltimore.
2: It is. It's not all over. I think it's like seventy to eighty percent, which I guess you could say is all over.
1: Shit, that's like fucking gravy on grits,
2: son. (laughs) (laughs) Gravy. Eighty-two percent of the money's on
1: Baltimore. I just can't do it. I can't do it. Um, All right, Justin, which side are you on?
3: I'm on Baltimore minus one and a half as well.
1: Okay. Hmm. Fucking squares.
4: <laughs>
3: You're not the NFL guy <laughs> no. anymore,
1: Justin. I hate to break no. it to you.
2: I mean, I get it. I definitely understand why y'all are picking Baltimore. It makes sense. It's just like, fuck, nothing makes sense. <laughs> 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 you know? I mean, no. It makes no sense with the way that the Buccaneers have been playing that they should win this game. I feel like, Baltimore's I feel the better like I'm team. seeing the
1: board clear. Everybody and their grandmother was on the uh, Niners at home getting points.
2: Yeah, yeah, not me. That way. <laughs>
1: not me either. Chiefs fucking run him out not the Not Justin building. either. Yep. But yeah, Justin's not the NFL guy anymore. Who is? <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> Shut up, <dude>. okay.
2: <laughs> what?
0: what
1: was your NFL record last year? I don't know. The year before <laughs> that it was sixty one percent. Yeah, that's It's true. not bad though. Nineteen and seventeen. That's eleven and seventeen. Yeah, eleven and seventeen. Uh not, that's <laughs> <bad>. <laughs> you thought I said nineteen and seventeen. No, you I, I was saying yeah. that was bad. I was Dang. like, "What?" Whenever
3: I wrote, it, I was like, "I don't want anybody mistaken." But
1: yeah. um, you wanted
2: to, to be yes. a nine so <laughs> bad. bad. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, you picked out an all time clip last year, and then that's what we were wondering: is it was it the Cinderella story?
2: You could still turn around, dude. Yeah. Well, yeah, certainly. Like you could go like fucking. 4 0 this week and then like 7 and 0 next week. Just pick a bunch the, of games next plan week. plan every week. Pick a bunch. That's yeah, never a good idea. Yeah, don't do it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Me and Justin are on Baltimore. Nick and Joseph are on the losing side.
0: So. No, no, no.
2: I'm on the over. Oh, right. I couldn't get myself to go there.
0: I mean, look, if Tampa Bay loses, that's good. For for the Saints. Okay,
1: don't hedge your bet.
0: Yeah, don't don't. I'm just saying, saying. don't hedge (laughs) your bet.
2: You can't. You're 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 trying to find an out. There's people out here that are listening that that don't have ties to to the NFC. There's
1: people listening that that don't have ties to the NFC South.
2: Yeah, I don't either. I'm leaning that way too. I just can't do it. I told y'all, the demise of
1: Brady is upon us, and it is. But the Baltimore is not the best team in the league. Yeah. Well, certainly not, but. Also, too, it's like I feel like Lamar's kind of been last few weeks not playing great. Lamar's yeah. playing for a contract, so yeah. four. You go to four and four, um,
2: that's not good. Brady's done. Yeah, they had Lamar lined up in the backfield. Dude was getting pitches on fourth down from Mark <laughs> Andrews, bro, running for that. twelve yards. Mark Andrews goes under center. Speaking of Mark Andrews, you got me four rushing yards, and that's it. No, not a single catch. Uh, Lines up under center and tosses it to Lamar Jackson out of the backfield on fourth and two. I mean,
1: four yards per carry is not bad.
2: <sighs> um, yeah, but point .4 <laughs> points. Come on. All
1: right, who's leading the way Thursday? Probably you and him. Yeah, Nick. I'm six and one. Joseph, you're five and two.
0: Oh, and two in
2: my last two.
1: I am, I want to say Either, I'm either even or one game under 500. I don't. I haven't been tracking it like y'all have. I wasn't having a ton of success, so we try to pretend it's not happening. Um, all right. So we look ahead to Sunday. Interesting Sunday slate. It was kind of kind of tough for me to find games that I liked. Yeah. I'll let you go first. You going three again? Uh, yeah. I'm going all always the always three, time games. no matter what. No matter what. Until I we hit think until so. we like, hit the playoffs.
0: Well, yesterday or two days? How many
1: days it goes? You're going Sunday night,
0: yeah. Days ago, I was um. You're not taking. Thinking it. about adding some some games or one, but then I was like, eh. I
1: wouldn't until it stops, until it slows down, maybe. Um, you're not laying the points with Buffalo, huh? No, he's taking no, the there ain't no fucking way. You're laying the points. with Is Buffalo. Is there
0: anything I should know about Green Bay other than they're not any good?
1: They got Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> 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 what does that mean? Are you laying the points? No, dude, I'm fucking taking 11 and a half. I am too.
0: I'm adding it. It's not on my list, but... It's Aaron Rodgers on Sunday Night Football. I mean, his receivers aren't any good. But um, I don't know, dude. I feel like at some point in this season, there's going to be a point where the chemistry starts to gel a little bit better with these young guys, and then maybe they're able to move the ball a little bit better. I mean, they do have two... Good running backs. Yeah. It does worry. The spread's what it is just because how good the Bills are offensively and then also defensively.
1: That's a lot of points, though. But I think it's just too many points. A team with a pretty good defense and Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. Romeo Dobbs has shown flashes. Christian Watson needs to fucking decide if he wants to play football or not. And then, yeah, they have two very good running backs. I like I like Tanya, a tight end. It's just it's Aaron Rodgers. Eleven and a half is a lot. Yeah. That's a lot of points. So yeah, I'm gonna take them as well. Um, I am looking at all right, twelve o'clock at home, getting one and a half. Saints. Fuck no. <laughs> I am taking <laughs> the goddamn Jets.
4: Mm, the Jets.
1: It's tough because I just feel like the Patriots aren't that good. And now they've got. Well, to get shellacked by Chicago. And now they've got this whirlwind at quarterback. I feel like there's still a lot of stock in the Patriots' defense. So you are. That's why you're seeing the Jets still getting points at home. I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm going to take the Jets. A good defense with Robert Sala. And
0: then it's the way at New England, I think. The, the way they performed against New York and and Wilson last year, yeah, that could that could be some.
1: But you got you got a lot more weapons. Yeah, you got you got a defense that's playing really well. I'm taking the Jets getting points at home until until I see otherwise from the Patriots after what we just saw last night. I mean, didn't look fucking good. The 14 points that they got. Bailey's everybody's praising Zappy. He nearly fucked that touchdown up with Jacoby Myers. Yeah, he was, was so wide open. I could have threw that goddamn yeah. ball. Um, and then an incredible catch down the sideline from Myers again. Or no, it's Devonte Parker. Um yeah, I'm taking the Jets, getting points. One and a half. You have one more, your lock?
0: Um, no, I have one more.
1: Did you already say your lock? Yeah. It was a mistake. Is it the box? No, no it's the. Packers so son. then now y'all know what it is. <laughs> well, what do you mean? Of course we know. We could have. But I do have another fight. play. It's Monday night. We'll just make well, that. Then, your yeah, lock. Well, yeah. That's your lock. Monday night. No. Your lock. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joseph. How many do you have before your lock?
2: I'm. I have three, just like Nick. One okay. more, and then a lot. Motherfucker! All right, give me your next one. Me? Yeah. I am gonna go Cowboys. Blech. Minus nine and a half, a lot of points. Bears are love it. The hottest team in football right now. Love it. Cowboys best defense in football. They're better than the Bills' defense.
1: The Bears right. are the Bears are the hottest team in football. The last twenty four hours. Bears
2: will be the hottest team in football this Sunday. They will get demolished. Who are they playing? The
1: Cowboys, he
0: what? just said.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> he doesn't listen to a word you say.
0: No. <laughs> well, I hear him with all these damn
1: riddles over there. Fucking, <laughs> not a steamy
3: football. <laughs> all
1: right, um, Justin, what is your first Sunday game?
3: Uh, my first one is a 325 game, Colts and Commanders. I'm taking the under here. Uh, Matt Ryan just got benched. Colts suck. Uh, Commanders, I don't think, are putting up a bunch of points with Heineke. Even with Wentz, I don't think they're putting up a point, so taking the under at forty. Wentz is out. Yeah.
1: Okay. When he said commanders Colts, God, I thought he was on the Colts. I'm on the Commanders. Plus three. Do you know who's taking over the uh Ellinger. Yes. Gunslinger. Ellinger. Yes. And you know who's not good at playing quarterback in the NFL? <laughs> Ellinger. Um yeah, give me the give me the commanders plus three. Heineke comes in. That's why I said when Heineke got the spot. He's not giving it back. He didn't play well at all. <laughs> yeah. Until the end, though, he threw a couple fucking dimes. He threw a dime to Terry McLaurin all down the right sideline. I texted you. Yeah, that's you. the big thing I literally about- just texted you in all caps, DIME. That was it. Yeah, and It was. He's got chemistry with Terry McLaurin.
0: Yeah, no, that is a big thing because you even noticed it this year. McLaurin's statistics have gone down with Wentz at quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, they have something together, and you saw it even in his first game back. McLaurin had a— uh, Pretty good you know game. who
1: Heineke's favorite player was growing up? Yeah. Who? That old gunslick. <laughs> yep. He'll he'll uh he'll rip your heart out on the field and he'll <laughs> steal your money out of your pockets off the field. Uh I'm taking the commanders. Plus three. Why do we think Sam Ellinger's gonna step in and lead this team to victory when Matt Ryan, old as dirt, but looks fucking horrible. Saints fans. Oh, we should go get Matt Ryan. Why the fuck would we do that? Yeah. Let's just give me fucking dumb shit for five hundred, please, Alex. (laughs) Like uh yeah. Commanders all all the way. What? What? Rather him than Andy Dalton. I don't know. I feel like it's literally fucking tomatoes tomatoes, tomatoes. But um what is the point total at?
2: For what? Forty this game. I'm seeing 40 and a half. Do you got that 40? It. Yeah. Yeah. And you're
1: going under? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is Jonathan Taylor healthy?
2: Yeah. Should be. Yeah, he is.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm taking commanders, plus three. Like we just said, Heineke with uh, McLaurin, that chemistry there. Robinson was running the ball pretty well. Yeah. So. I like the Commanders. Um, I have just my lock left. Me too. That's all we have left? Yeah. All righty. Wait,
0: wait. Let me give this pick Yeah, first. good, because it's not your um, Go ahead. Monday night, I'm taking the Bengals minus 3.5 against the Browns on the road.
1: I was looking at the Browns, but I didn't. I, it does bang, worry. The Bengals' offense is fucking Yeah, no, they're now, just though.
0: moving, and then you look at the Browns. um, the Bengals have started to run the ball a little bit better. The Browns' run defense isn't good. The Bengals isn't the best, which kind of worries you because so of what gonna, the Browns do.
1: So you're going to take Joe Mixon over on his prop yards?
0: Nah, I'm just betting on Burrow, bro. <laughs> oh
1: no, yeah, it, it's it was a slow start for the Bengals. That's why Browns getting three and a half at home. Typically, I'd be all over that, but the fact that the offense is clicking the way it is, I'm like, uh, fuck, I can't do it. I can't bet against the Bengals. Um, if you put a Gun to my head, I would probably lean Browns, I guess, just because those primetime games getting getting more than a touchdown, but I could very well see
0: Yeah, and you look at the division. I mean, the Bengals are the Bengals four and a, three. Bengals have a good defense. They have a chance to kind of if Baltimore loses, like I think they will, Baltimore wow. falls a four and four. Bengals have a chance to go five and three, being in the division, going into the bye. That's what I think is going to
1: happen. But when Baltimore wins, then even more so, the Bengals are going to need. Oh to win. yeah. So win win for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. No, I I couldn't take the Browns for that reason. I mean, it was an uncharacteristically slow start, but you could kind of expect it. Potential Super Bowl hangover, I guess. Um, yeah. And then Joe uh, Burrow then the was out just...
0: of most of the training camp with the yeah. appendectomy.
1: Yes. So, but they have woken up. Jamar Chase. <laughs> what Jamar Chase is able to do after the catch is. Equally as impressive yeah. as he's able to do attacking the ball in the air, uh, when you have Tyler Boyd lighting up the defense the way he is, they have so many weapons. Yeah, it's, and if uh, Hayden Hurst can, yeah, no, provide, he's starting to step into
0: yeah. to a role, and the tight end is getting involved in their offense. now. Yeah. Oh, I so, think
1: that's open.
2: Like last year, yeah. yes, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, no, I. Everything's in front of them too. Slow start, but it's like the, the defense is solid. Eli Apple got benched because he fucking sucks. Um, but yeah no I mean they could score with anybody in the league so alrighty most important bets of the week for the NFL I'll lead it off because I am leading the way it's the only category so I gotta uh, keep hitting them where it hurts five and two in my locks of the week and I am going to the Lions plus three and a half at home Lions suck Dolphins suck give me the Lions plus three and a half I think it's it's getting to be that do or die territory for Dan Campbell. One and five on the year. The Dolphins have got off to a great start against the Steelers, and then that was pretty much it. They started, they made the adjustment, stopped giving them the shit, the little short intermediate shit over the middle, and then their Dolphins stalled out. So I think that the Lions could potentially duplicate that. They're getting swift back, as far as I can tell. Three oh and God. a half. I think the Lions are still the scrappy team, but they suck. So this is a game that they—it's do or die. I mean, you you lose this one at home, you go one and six. Dan Campbell's going to be on the hottest of hot seats. So play for you, coach. Three and a half's too many.
0: Yeah, I thought Swift
1: was coming back last week. He was supposed to. to, I don't know what happened.
0: Yeah, because that's the reason I have um, Williams (laughs) in the dynasty league, and I was like, I sat him. Saint I Brown mean, he didn't do. He didn't too. go off or anything, but
1: yeah, Saint Brown keeps getting fucking
0: hurt. He's
2: expected to play, though.
1: Um, the Lions have looked like shit. You've got a forty-eight to forty-five loss where you gave up forty-eight points to Seattle. You've got a twenty-nine to nothing loss to New England. Then you've got a twenty-four to six loss to Dallas. This was a team that was putting up a shitload of points. Jared Goff was like one of the top quarterbacks in the league statistically. They had the number one scoring offense falling back to earth. They look like the worst team in football and that's why they'll cover the spread. Yeah,
0: golf's their main problem.
1: But he's going to be the reason we cover the spread.
0: <laughs> so dude, don't count the lines out for next year if they can get their hands on one of those quarterbacks. Oh,
1: if they can get well, that's going this is going to be one this is going to be one of those Campbell will be out, the next quarterback will step in with weapons and then a, a young star. Yeah, see, I think it's
0: kind of unfair to uh kick them out so quick.
1: Yeah, but they were not fucking good last year and you haven't I'm saying they yeah, need this win. Yeah, but you show
0: up to the to the damn coach to become the coach and then the core star quarterback says I don't want to play here anymore. and it's Then you point. get It's a good point. You get a forced trade. It's not even like a trade you really got to Yeah.
1: No, it's a good point. This is a must go win for your coach. Go win for coach. You go one and six. This is a Dolphins team that, like I said, against Pittsburgh, they got they got off to such a fucking hot start. It looked like they were going to potentially run away with it. But then once they hit the red zone, they couldn't – they were stalling out. So 4-14 um, four on third down, 4-15 on conversion downs, if you count the fourth down, um, that they did not get. They lost the time of possession. This was a game that – so the Lions don't have a defense like Pittsburgh does, but they have a better offense. So – I think they'll be able to hang hang in this game with them. Home field's a big a big thing here. Um, three interceptions from Kenny Pickett and they still only lose by six. Let's feed Swift. You've got Amonra St. Brown if he could finish a fucking game, is one of the bright spots at wide receiver in the league. I think three and a half's too many. So I'm taking the Lions at home. What is your lock of the week?
2: I am going to Seattle giants and the seahawks i'm going over 44 and a half. Hmm. hmm what i don't have a lean on it but yes yep, yep. two I'm going over uh seattle i mean yeah the giants do have a scrappy defense is, I think is you're weather
1: white. a play you think i'm white i think you're um, right about that i <laughs> am white <laughs>
2: <laughs> they do have a scrappy defense and um
1: Judging by the emblem, weather doesn't look to be a play. It's got the sun <laughs> with a little bit of a cloud. Um, Where are they playing? Seattle. Seattle. Whew. Windy. Weather's always a play up Yeah, there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. windy. Uh,
2: Geno Smith's been been playing really good. Um, can the Giants slow him down? Maybe so. But Who's
1: Geno throwing the ball to?
2: Tyler Lockett. Yeah. Marquise Goodwin. Will Tom. Disley. Colby Parkinson. I mean, the list goes on and on. Yep. Dog Top ball Top tier one. tight ends <laughs> in Disley and Parkinson. I mean... Some of the best tight ends in the game. Um, he
1: might as well throw to wide receivers that have Parkinson's.
2: And then you got Kenneth Walker on the ground. That is who's true. looking like a stud. Good, um, good
1: luck running against the Giants.
2: And then I think I think that the Giants will have success running the ball as well, whether that be Daniel Jones again or Barkley. Either way, I think yeah. Be a lot I, of I mean, in, all, in all seriousness,
1: forty-four is a low number. It's just, uh, I feel like the Seahawks, even though they did just fucking what well, they just put up a shitload against uh.
2: They put up a shitload against everybody this year. 37. The Chargers. Well, not the, against
1: Arizona. 19.
2: <laughs> and then what about the week before?
1: 23.
2: And then before that, 48? <laughs> yeah. And against then the against Lions, us. Horrible defense. What? Giants have a much, much better something. defense. They got to be up there and top Yeah, I mean, this is one maybe.
1: of the, It's like, why is the number that low? Because they give up 400. It's
2: not that low. It's, yeah, it does
0: seem kind of low. It seems low and a half for, for a defense
1: that's given up 415 Well, just the yards. Seahawks
0: score a lot, they seem, and then they seem like to let. Yeah, they give up like 400. Like the Saints
1: game, for example, was
0: yeah, we super like high scoring. Yeah, but they
2: scored like 32 as well.
1: And you're going over, right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I would just think that it would be a little
2: bit higher. Yeah. But,
1: um, but okay. Yeah, I mean, there's I, I don't think I could comfortably say I would take the under. So, we'll see. Um, I hope Saquon goes for 300 yards and five touchdowns. Me too. Me too. Uh, All right, Justin, what is your lock of the week?
3: I'm on this game as well, and I'm taking the Seahawks minus three. I'm going against the Giants again. Uh, I think (laughs) Geno is going to have a really good game this week. He's not going to have DK's little bitch ass chirping his ear You know every play.
2: Do we know he's out? Yeah, he's out. You're sure? I'm pretty sure. He looked pretty confident.
1: Well, I thought they said... He didn't card it off. I, he's like, I thought they said that he, like, avoided major injury or something like that.
2: So it wasn't the shits this time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was thinking
1: the same thing. Um,
2: <laughs> So you're on Seattle, It's a patellar,
1: it's a patellar tendon,
2: perhaps. Okay. Yeah, it's
1: a patellar tendon injury. Um,
2: That's not that serious.
1: I want to say he's definitely going to miss time. Is that... In, it's in his foot, I believe. Oh no no patella. no no! It's an it's his knee. knee. It's his knee. Um, it's the big tendon in your knee, right? The patella tendon is yeah. It's running. Tip. It's running right. Yeah, but it's like right below the kneecap, I believe. Yeah, that the big, main one. That you fuck tip, that up. Yeah. If you tear it, like you can't bend your knee. Yeah, it's
2: like the Achilles because that the was name. the one that yeah. I was in
1: danger of fucking up uh-huh. with my knee that they were worried about. And
2: you think that benefits the Seahawks? You said. Oh yeah. Really, I don't get that at all. <laughs> that hey, much, their d- best. Fight. Yeah, no, I don't agree with you on that much. More comfortable but... in the
3: pocket. What is, what is what yeah. is
1: DK being out have to do with Geno Smith being comfortable in the pocket?
3: I mean, because then he can just relax. I mean, he's not trying to get DK the ball all the time.
2: You think that DK is like a sort of yeah. like a a poison to the team?
1: Yeah. Why, what What has he shown though that that?
2: I think it's is because he wears the pacifier for
0: a. yeah I mean he used to yell at Russ Wilson that scared Russ Wilson off
2: no
1: timetable for uh, his return <laughs> but no surgery as of now which is good news Tom Pulisaro said oh. but no timetable for his return Uh but yeah if you're going to give it out as your lock of the week that well one you keep betting against the Giants over and over and you over again that. and they're like one of the best teams against the spread they oh yeah they, They've I,
0: only lost one game against the spread.
1: Yeah. Six and one. Yep. But I don't get the logic behind losing DK Metcalf is going to then
3: I mean, that wasn't more so them. the reason why I was taking him. I was just saying I think Gino's going to have a good game. I think he's going to be a little bit more relaxed, you know. But, I mean, I just think the Seahawks are clicking on all cylinders right here. Kenneth Walker's hitting the strides. and Yeah, that's going to be an interesting
0: game. Yeah. Because if the Giants do go seven and one, that's gonna be like,
3: No, yeah, they very well
1: Seahawks very well could cover, but um
2: It doesn't but matter. But this ain't Just no this over.
1: ain't no addition by subtraction shit, losing one of the best wide receivers in football. Um But the Giants are also good.
0: Yeah. But there's a lot of people that still out of, I think that still aren't believers.
1: Because we're we're accustomed to the Giants of the years past.
0: I mean, and they've won some close games, too. Um,
1: But they're in every game. What's the spread here? Three. Three.
0: And the Seahawks are at home in our favorites. Mm -hmm.
1: Just like Jacksonville was. Yeah. Yep. And just like Baltimore was. I don't know. This will definitely be
0: an interesting game. Because I got... Uh, um running back in my other league, Kenneth Walker. Oh yeah. Two and two leagues I have Kenneth Walker <laughs> and then two leagues I have uh Travis Etienne. <laughs> so that's fucking they've been blowing up lately.
2: <laughs> Nick's, Nick's feeling good coming off of the, the two I'm wins. Bad. <laughs> I'm just trying
0: to see what my running backs do. Cause yeah. I went like I took a big risk. <clears throat> Usually I'm big at drafting running backs, and then I'm like, um, and then I go for like mediocre receivers that can get you 17 points here and there, and, and just keep you in the games. Mm-hmm. But this year I went big. I wide I receiver. felt like I had to go wide receiver early, um, and then the second round it was like the running backs weren't there to pick. Saquon. I feel yeah. like a lot Sa- of the,
1: Saquon Barkley was there to pick.
0: Was he really? I passed Saquon. on him. Yes. Yeah, I got Ceedee Lamb dropping the
1: football, <laughs> and you're talking about in in yeah. our league, yeah, because I got Saquon at like nearly the very end. Because you picked after me, I went Dalvin Cook, and then you went Jamar Chase. You might have been the pick after me.
0: No, I went before you. Before. So you picked oh, Saquon are you po- right are you before positive.
1: Yeah, because I, I you passed took Jamar on, Chase third. Yeah, Jeez. I passed on Cook to um. Okay, then 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 he wasn't to there. pick Chase. I took him right before yeah. you. Um, but Shannon was asking me about he was talking about Saquon, and he was like, "Damn!" I said Saquon was there on the way back. He's like, "When'd you get him?" I was like, "Into the second round, just about," and uh. He's like, what the fuck? He took, uh, I can't remember who he took, but it was nobody, nobody doing as well yeah. as Saquon. Obviously, well, a
0: lot of the top running backs, it's easy to say, kind of no aren't
2: either. aren't doing that well. Well,
1: I said as soon as I made the no, pick, no, I, know, I said this is going to decide on whether or not I have a right. good season or not. But I mean, you can, can I
2: understand why people would pass on him. It's yeah, sort but when, of like why you pass but, on McCaffrey.
1: But he was back healthy, and when he, but he, yeah, but McCaffrey gets hurt every year. It seems.
2: Well, it's two years for Saquon as well. Is it two? Yeah. What did uh, he hurt last year? Was than it a year. The ACL? Last year? Yeah, that was. I think so.
1: Okay. Yeah. I think, I don't know if he's hurt anything before that.
2: I could have sworn he missed some time. He might have, but,
1: but regardless, it's like when healthy. That's what I said. Oh, I'm rolling yeah. the dice on Saquon Barkley. If he's yeah. healthy, it might be. Yeah. I mean, what he had that I one
0: win. year and then, yeah, for
1: people to say
0: that he wasn't, he wasn't going to be anything, that was just a mistake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's easy to say now, but like just thinking back on it, like, he just is still so young. Yeah, no. Definitely. So it's so much easier to recover from an, from big time injuries like that. The younger you are.
1: Yeah. Um. So like you said with the Giants, it's kind of like everybody keeps waiting for them. I to, feel like
0: people keep betting against the Giants, waiting for them to drop one.
1: We don't feel the same way about the Seahawks. I don't know. Is Geno Smith like? What's the record for them? Four and three. Four and three.
0: Yeah, I mean, I just think the bigger surprise
1: is the Giants. Seahawks are two and one at home. The Giants are three and zero oh on the road. Wow, run game and defense travels.
0: Yeah, yep. And if those cocksuckers could catch the ball, yes, um, <laughs> then they probably <laughs> they probably would have never lost to the Cowboys.
1: Yeah, realistically.
2: Oh, that's right. That's their only loss, huh? Yeah, though well, Sterling
1: Shepherd couldn't fucking yeah. catch. Yeah, uh, Galladay dropped a wide open ball yep. trying to turn up the cry up field. baby was
0: saying, "Yeah, get mm-hmm. me on the field."
1: Yeah,
2: mm, I need more catches. He
1: dropped Shut two up. actually. Yeah,
0: that was sick.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I mean it's been proven the Giants are fucking good.
0: Set yeah, I'm years. thinking
2: they're going to score this week over forty four and a half. And my
0: oh, lock right. is Packers plus 11 oh, okay. and a half when is has Aaron Rodgers ever gotten 11 and a half
1: It's a good question mm. but probably early on I mean come on but all right recap Thursday night I'm taking the Ravens minus one and a half the commanders plus three the Jets plus one and a half the Packers plus 11 and a half with Nick and then my lock of the week is the Lions plus three and a half do it for uh, Coach Campbell
0: I'm on the Buccaneers plus 1.5. I'm on the Bengals plus three and a half. And for my lock of the week, I'm on the Packers against the Bills plus 11 and a half.
2: All right, Joseph. Thursday night, Bucks ravens I'm going over 45 and a half. I'm going Cowboys minus nine and a half. And my lock of the week, Seahawks-Giants over 44 and
3: a half, 44.5. Thursday night, Ravens minus one and a half against the Bucks. Then Sunday, I got the Colts and Commanders under 40. My lock of the week is the Seahawks minus three against the Giants.
1: Okay, uh, there you go. That is our NFL picks. Um, Nick still rolling. What are you picking at, 75%? 80%. Is it?
2: Yeah, he had okay. that ready.
1: Yeah, he did. <laughs> um, 80%. I am above 500, but I'm the best when it comes to locks of the week. Would you agree?
0: I mean, that's what the record looks like. (laughs) I have four losses, and three of them were in our locks.
1: I can't see that well, so I just I just wanted to know if I was still leading the way in locks. So, Joseph, you um are not. Um, I'm not doing horrible. No, you're not, but you were doing better.
2: Yeah, I was. You're right. Yeah, on a little bit of a cold streak, I'm bouncing back this week.
1: Yeah, he texted me that. He said he's gonna he's turning it around.
2: It's it's me being back here. Mm-hmm. The physical presence, I'm putting it out there right now. It's it's good luck.
1: All righty. No, yeah, there's something to be said for um, talking about it and, and it helps you find bets. It helps you, um, which, you don't, I mean, you go in the conservative approach. You don't add anything anymore. You just go with yours.
0: You don't add winners. Like, yeah. I pick winners and you don't <laughs> add them. <laughs> May, this might be the week.
1: What do you mean? What would you add? Um,
0: nothing yet. What Uh-oh. can I
2: add? Well, like you could tailor bats like on the, mid, on the mid, podcast. Like he
1: <laughs> says, Oh, I'm on this. I was like, Oh, I wanted to take that. I'm like, You know what? I'm taking it. I'm adding it.
2: I yeah, added. I haven't added. I added. Well, because I got scarred from adding all the ones that I was agreeing with you. Yeah, quit
1: fucking my totals up. And well, then, what do you
2: mean? I like it. And that's why I add it. So the moment I fucking add on what y'all anything, want, I'm going to fucking screw it up.
1: Yeah, no, you have no effect. You're like Steve with the slot machines. Well, yeah. put
2: me on all of what y'all are. <laughs> No, no. All right, <laughs> let's go back. Boy. All right, um,
1: there you go. That is our NFL picks. College football um, picks are in the books as well. <clears throat> the top three this week, top three TV shows of all time. I'll let you go first. Uh, why do I go first? Joseph, you can go first. Three okay. To, three to one.
2: I already know we got the same number one. <laughs> you have no idea. Um, Number three, none of y'all are going to have this, the league. Okay. This guy <laughs> fucking shows hilarious. It is funny. Oh no, it's funny as shit. It's not a top 3 show of all time. It's funny as shit. No. Well, and I'll pre- I should have prefaced it by I don't watch a lot of shows or TV. Uh-huh. Um number 2 Dexter. Okay, dude, oh so overrated. It's okay. a hor- it's <laughs> a horrible show. <laughs> it's Whatever, a hor- dude. A That's a great that show. show. Is awesome. It is a horrible show. The show's amazing. It is the Just most. Just because they had a bad ending doesn't make the it a bad. The ending's horrible,
1: show. but throughout the middle, it's the most repetitive shit. Oh, and then please. when he's sitting on the couch with that fucking generic blonde chick, it's like, oh god, this shit fucking is like. It made me feel like I'm watching paint dry. What? And then the narration.
0: Yeah, it, I love that. It, ooh, I love that. You you
1: stole that from Dexter. Yeah. Oh, you. I was like I didn't steal it. Yeah, anything.
0: no, you, the T V show on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. They definitely. stole that. Yeah, it's like a that, lot of it's their like shit. That clip
1: It's the show you. <laughs> I wasn't doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it just it was got so repetitive. I love it. Oh, that I almost got caught, but now I'm gonna go kill this guy. Like, I mean, that's what it's about. It's a serial killer. I, mean, I know. I mean, what, that's what a lot of shows are about, people right. always getting caught. I understand, but it was so fucking repetitive. It reminded me of a different concept, but like The Walking Dead. Who's gonna get bit by a zombie this time? Oh no, no. Who's no, no. gonna I mean try you could say that about almost and, every
0: oh. show though. Nah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the concept remains. It's so repetitive. Like, like a lot of shows are built around romance. It's so repetitive. Boy the, almost gets girl, but be- boy messes it up. The best And it just continues on.
1: Yeah, I mean, I have one show that it wasn't repetitive at all. Like number one, The Office. Okay, all right, I'll go mine. Number three, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I guarantee that y'all don't. It's it's one. It's still running. It's like season seventeen. Still running. They're still coming up with funny
2: new ass. episodes. Yeah, still
1: on FX. <laughs> Danny Damn. DeVito is all, an all time fucking TV show character. Uh, Charlie Day's hilarious. They're all funny. Every single one of them are funny in their own way. And the fact that it's still going is wild. they they, they have a podcast too that are equally as funny. On uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia is one of those like the people that do watch it love it. And then there's a, but there's a lot of people that like never gave it a shot. But it's one of those like you wouldn't expect it. Like they're applying for welfare and shit so they can cheat off the system. They're fucking doing shooting up heroin under the bridge and they're junkies now like uh it, it's so funny they just gradually do like harder and harder drugs as the as it goes on but the 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 show whenever it was Charlie and Frank and they go to the Eagles game and he trips on acid in the McPoyle brothers RV All time episode, (laughs) one of the funniest episodes you'll ever watch. Uh, Number two, Breaking Bad. That's a perfect example of a show that. Yeah, uh, but
0: that's kind of repetitive. What same concept? He almost he's he's always almost getting caught by the um, Uh, da da agent. uh,
1: yeah, but they fuck the the middle seasons where they have the two Hispanic assassins and shit that he fights in the fucking parking lot in the I DEA. Can't speak on it.
2: <laughs> I've never seen it. I can't speak on. Oh, that's crazy. But, but I mean,
0: you could say concept. the same shit about that. I mean, if you look, you're only looking at Dexter from that particular perspective, and then you could also look at Breaking Bad from that as well.
1: Yeah, but it's the same shit with Dexter. Whereas in Breaking Bad, he starts out as just a fucking teacher, and by the end of it, he's a goddamn kingpin. And the baddest dude in fucking town or in the fucking Southwest, but also just the evolution of like every relationship and the, the wife fucking turns heel and is this fucking horrible bitch towards the end. Like, I don't know the the way people fucking go out in that show, fucking Salamanca in the, in the wheelchair, it was always shit that you're like, what the fuck? Like
2: you watched it all the way through? Yeah. Did you? Or Gus
1: when he comes walking out, half his face I mean they did have
0: a lot of good characters too. Which I mean
1: But Dexter just was so fucking bland and vanilla. When when Gus gets blown up and he comes walking out and he fucking fixes his tie and then the camera goes and half of his fucking body's gone and he just falls. You need to watch
2: Dexter again. No, I will never. I think you're forgetting how How much how much did you watch?
1: Like all of it.
2: Like all of it? Yeah. I watched it at Kyle's. You're only saying that because of the ending.
1: No, dude. Throughout the beginning, I just felt like I had nothing else to do, but I wasn't like enjoying it.
2: Yeah, I don't know.
0: I don't know anyone that feels that way other than you.
1: Yeah. How about that? How many people do you know that have watched the show? <laughs>
0: a lot of people. I know. I didn't even know he watched it. Oh, I love that show. I watched the whole season. Once, I know uh, a I'm lot watching. of people it's their favorite show ever.
1: Name 3. Not him. <laughs> um,
0: well, it could be mine, but I'm keeping it off of it cuz I know you would have something to say about it. I'm just avoid <laughs> that. But somehow <laughs> we ended up there anyway. Um <laughs> Um you don't know 3. A people. lot. My dad it could be my dad's favorite show of all time.
1: <laughs>
2: That's crazy.
1: Who else? My
0: cousin. Alec? Alec? My cousin Alec?
2: No. (laughs) That was another person. I don't know.
0: Maybe Alec likes
2: it. No, he does.
0: Look, they did this new thing, um, Dexter, um, New Blood. That thing was fucking trash, dude. I heard
2: it sucked. It It was dumb. They tried to...
0: They should have just kept the ending. Okay, you don't like the ending. Big whoop dude. That was the one thing with Breaking Bad is that a lot of people like that ending. Yeah, which I won't go into why they liked it, but in case if no one's watched it yet, but um, Breaking Bad, yeah, a lot of people like the way that that, that shit's ended been out
1: for so long. Yeah, it was a great. Ending. But some people, you can't watch every show. Breaking Bad was like the forefront of everything, in when we were in high school, yeah, that was like the most popular show. Yeah, yeah. I think it's literally like the highest, the it most was. successful show of all time.
2: It was back then. I for think sure. it still is the most. Popular Game of Thrones show.
1: may have overtook it, but. Oh, I'm sure. But, yeah, no, I mean, just the writing on that show was so fucking good. It was so good.
2: How many um, seasons is it? Seven, maybe eight. Yeah. yeah? How long are the episodes? Like an hour. So you got to have some time.
1: Yeah, and, and, but it's, it's a draining show. I think I've watched it start to finish twice. Yeah. Like, you, you get, like, wrapped up in it, and it's fucking, it's like, some of the scenes, like when shit happens, are it's brutal. Like you got if you get like emotionally invested in shows. Yeah, it, that's
0: another bad. thing. Is like mm. shows can be experienced different from um, like if you watch them binge watch them versus waiting weekly for episodes yeah, too.
2: That's true. That yeah. is true. What's your number one?
1: Number one, The Office. That it's one. More. It's a show that you can put. It's a show you can that I've probably watch start to finish just by like fucking a given just putting it on um before you go to bed but it's like Steve Carell's so fucking good in that show. Oh yeah. And the people that are like oh it's stupid or it's like it's like it's not. It's no. so well done. Like yep. you have to try to dislike that show and you're too se- you have to be too serious to dislike that show. Like I he is so like fucking like on another level comedically, that like I feel like if you if you're like oh he's just stupid in that show it's like what do you what he is fucking hilarious dude. yeah
2: I don't remember who it was the was outtakes
1: saying. are so funny where it's like they struggle so hard not to laugh oh, at him yeah. because he's so fucking good yeah he's so good and then I mean but really all of them Dwight's fucking great too um Andy Andy uh, dude all Creed fucking Kevin. Kevin like monopolized a career after that.
3: Yeah, his little podcast.
1: Yeah, he, all kinds of shit. Just they the Barstool just did the chili cook-off with him and two others. Like, mm-hmm. like he turned that one role into like a full on career just from just from being Kevin. Um but yeah, that's my that's my top three. What are yours?
0: Um, number three, I'm going with Vikings from the History
1: Channel. Never Have y'all seen it? No, no. I, I've heard. Alex swears by it. Yeah, I've heard decent things.
0: Yeah, it's pretty good, but I feel I feel like not a ton of. So there was watch a main it, character in it, and uh, I think they like re kind of rewrote how they were going to do it, and they kept them in there a little bit longer than they were supposed to, and it kind of, I think it kind of messed it up a little bit. So like the first three seasons are really good, and then I think it might go up to six seasons. The the last three aren't aren't as good, but. It's it was still one of my favorites. Um, number two, The Wire, from HBO. It's an older. Yeah, uh, i you know
1: seen it? A lot of people, a lot of people. Talk this about is like it, haven't seen it
0: since we're younger. A lot of people probably haven't seen it, but this is like one of HBO's best, um, th- series. So hmm. it's about Balt. It's in Baltimore, based in Baltimore, and it's about wiretapping j- these drug dealer mm-hmm. dudes. So it's like you get to. Experience that through the police force and stuff like that, and like crooked cops and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then number one, I'm going Game of Thrones, even though I haven't finished it yet, but I'm almost what? there.
1: What? How much more do you have? Like four episodes, maybe. You're on the final season. Yeah.
0: I just think the evolution of all the character. I know people. I already know, so I can kind of guess how it's going to end, but, um. Because I know people don't like the ending, but just like the um, evolution had, of all the I characters. Had, I had no issue with the ending. Yeah, I feel like I'm not, because I dealt with de- the Dexter ending. It's like.
1: This is not even close. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Um, this makes at least some sense. Yeah, yeah. I think
0: it's going to make sense. But I get, I think I'm getting why people aren't going to like it. But um, no, it's like, dude. I've never watched a show like this that just wa- I wanted to watch another one and another one and another one. And yeah, well, they put a
1: shitload of money into the production and value and yeah. the cinematic experience on some of the episodes where it's like they don't even have to say a word, and it's good. Um, did So you probably haven't watched House of the Dragon then. No. The season premiere was two nights ago. Did Is that you, like
2: a spinoff? Or?
1: Yeah, it takes place like 200 years pre. Um, and how fast? They're moving pretty fast forward they go through like a couple episodes and then they fast forward like 10 years and then they go through a couple
2: episodes and then they fast forward like 15 years. Um, do you have to watch game of Thrones to understand it? Cause I've never seen a single episode of game of Thrones. I would watch game of Thrones first. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, they say you don't, but I feel like it helps with reference and you know, cause you'll have a better idea of like probably all the, all the houses and shit, all the families.
1: Yeah. So Mm -hmm. yeah, you don't, you don't have to know. Um, but that one's out in completion. Whereas House of the Dragon, their first season—this was the season finale of the first season—and you, we're gonna have to wait like two years for the next season. So I would just go Game of Thrones first, um, yeah. and then you'll know you'll it. There'll be like kind of, I guess, callbacks a little bit, and yeah, you'll know the houses. Um, but I mean, it's good. It, it didn't didn't blow me away like. Um, the season finale, like there was, there was something big that happened, but it wasn't like, oh fuck, like, but it definitely sets the stage for next season and uh, everything that happens. But there's shit that happens in Game of Thrones that leads up to the entire premise, basically, um, and then so this is explaining the shit that happened. That yeah, leads up to. I heard where they were talking
0: about possibly doing other spinoffs too.
1: Yeah, there's one, uh, Jon Snow's gonna have a spinoff, I'm pretty sure. Okay. So, what exactly, I don't know. There was talks of, um, a character in House of the Dragon having his own spinoff, but I think it got, I think it got shelved. It wouldn't be that great of an idea, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're gonna do this for the next 20 years and make a fuckload of money off of it, so it's definitely, like, the hottest show out, um, That and Stranger Things, but it's just Stranger Things could have made my top three. Yeah, it very nearly did. Um, Justin, but yeah, what is your top three?
3: Um, just before I say that, my top three. uh, Pel just won by two, and nice. Nice. I were talking about Trey Murphy. He had twenty two points, eight for eight, and four for four from three.
1: Big win.
3: Yeah, that's a huge win.
1: Yeah, yeah, really, very well could be four and zero. Do the Lakers play tonight? Do they play tomorrow? Probably tomorrow think, yeah they put her suck yeah we the, we get their first round pick so nice. we want them to lose every game yeah um all right what is your top three? yeah
3: my top three uh number three is ozark if y'all ever watched that no but i've heard very good things yeah.
0: i've watched most of it i haven't finished it though
3: it's really good um number two breaking bad and number mm-hmm. one the office okay
1: nice yeah i mean
3: it's hard to beat the office.
2: anybody got honorable mentions the office
0: was dope what do you mean? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I went more like a different route than, than like considering every TV well, show. Well,
1: honorable mentions would have been been definitely Stranger Things, definitely That's Game of my, Thrones. Um,
2: I got True Detective season one, season one only. Never seen, it. dude. That that season was awesome. Oh yeah, oh. and then Squid Games. I had Prison Break. It. <laughs> I Prison, love Prison Break games.
1: was another one that I just kind of got burnt out.
2: Oh, on. Prison Break sucked.
1: How do you say that? I thought you used but to you love, love it. Love Dexter,
0: dude. Prison Break is freaking horrible. I Prison Break had me on the edge of my
1: seat ten times more than fucking Dexter. Maybe I'm
0: Whatever, thinking of you. Dude. I thought
2: he used to say he loved that show. No, I never raved
1: about it. I got burnt out. No, on. him. It sucks. Oh yeah, he he might have. It's I don't bu- know.
2: It's total bullshit. <laughs> It is. Well, I mean, I don't think it's based off a of
0: true story. I mean, how many times do you want to fucking break out of prison, dude? I'm good with once, and I'm fucking getting out of there.
1: Yeah, then they're like, we got to go back. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, all right. Yeah, no, I, I, it, lost its, it's, it lost its luster for me, for sure. Like, the, but, the but beginning
2: was cool, but it peak, was like...
1: The peak of Prison Break was way more intense for, than the peak of Dexter for me.
2: Way enough. more. I've never seen it. Fair enough. Oh, you've never
1: watched it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't advise it. I mean, it's it's old now. It's like, it but it, it when it was like in its heyday, though, it was like it was a good show. It definitely it. it you had haven't me. seen Squid Games? There's so many better shows. Than you
0: Person haven't? Rick. And Dexter. You haven't
2: seen Squid Games?
1: No.
3: I've seen like a couple episodes. Oh, ago. dude! I'm always late
1: to the party
0: on the
3: Come fucking on. on the
1: really popular shit. When everyone's like, "Oh, I'm watching this," like I'm like, yeah. oh, "I'll catch it later." Like usually I, I was I am late. Too. I was way late till Game of Thrones. That's why it's not my top three. Game of Thrones was already through completion when I started watching it. Maybe th- maybe I caught it all right before the last season and then watched the last season. Um,
0: yeah, I, c- I probably would have a totally different
1: perspective on it if I had to wait a week every time. Well, I just did it with House of the Dragon, and it was convenient, like, if I had a day off or something, and I'm like, I ain't got yeah. nothing to do, like, middle of the day, I'll go watch it. But, yeah, I like to watch, I like to watch it all, like, 10 episodes at once
0: yeah because i would watch and i'll be like damn years have gone by i guess it would feel like that if you're watching it weekly yeah yeah and it's like I'm i get that. it kind of does it did move kind of slow i guess it took a while to get to like where they kind of hinted at even in the hmm. first episode so i don't know yeah
1: i got right. one
2: tonight the patient
1: i've heard about it from yeah. somebody maybe it was Comes you. Out every tuesday it might've been you. Is yep. that Steve Carell? Yeah. Yeah. You talked about it. All right. We got to wrap this up. We're approaching two and a half hours. Um, all right. You got anything to say before we go? Good luck.
3: Good luck. Good luck.
1: All right. Episode 130 in the books. Like I said, go subscribe on YouTube. First 100, but we're going to extend it. You got until next week. Everyone who subscribes will be entered into this hundred dollar giveaway. You get a free shirt, free hat with it as well. Make sure that your subscription is visible. Go to your settings and specify that we can see your subscription or we won't be able to include you into the giveaway episode 130 y'all have a good one who that? the house always wins play long enough you never change the stakes the house takes you
0: unless when that perfect hand comes along you bet big and then you take the house
1: i've been practicing this a little bit did i rush it felt like i rose good i liked it